okay. You know what? Okay. It's okay. But happy holidays, guys. Happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year. We're going into 2021. No Crazy. more holidays unless you're a postal worker, it seems. <laughs> we appreciate you, postal people. We postal appreciate you. Yes. Canada Post, UPS, FedEx, sponsor us. Give Look, us free shipping on I, everything. I appreciate the individuals that work at Canada Post. I do not appreciate Canada Post as an entity. I will tell you that much. Ooh, dang. Yeah. I don't dang. That Canada sounds like Post. delayed packages. They've, they've ruined my life one too many times. Really? Okay, well, we're not going to get into that, Mikey. What we will get it is, one number one, the usual, what you wore, wrist and feet. Mikey start first. Off, yeah, start with Mikey, wrist with the opinions. Uh, you know what? I, I actually wore that Versace watch. Okay. Uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, looking a little corny here and there. Can you show us? Do you have it beside you? Uh, no, I think it's in the other room, actually. Uh. Um, Two rooms, one one just for that watch. I have one. Just one just for the, for the watch. watch. Yeah, that's that's right. the Versace room. <laughs> the Versace room. <laughs> Do you have like a Versace robe too? Yeah, I have. I have fifteen robes and one watch. Yeah, and that's Medusa it. head necklace. Oh, of course. Of Medusa, course. Medusa, the, Medusa, the, Medusa. The the vintage sunglasses, of course. Got to do it. You need it. You need the full fit. Um, I wore that a few times. Uh, it's it's. I don't know. Like I. I'm like one of those guys that like doesn't really wear a, a watch day to day. So when I do wear a watch, I'm kind of wearing it to like go out, you know, give myself a little bit more of like a dressed look. Okay. Um, and you know, I'm, you're not really dressing in the middle of the pandemic unless you're at going shopping for groceries, in which case, uh, hell which yeah, case you're dressing all the time. He, he's, <laughs> been, he's been pulling out the heat lately. I know um, he's been flexing on the broccoli. <laughs> hell yeah kale all the way but uh yeah and then on the feet yo i you know i feel like a broken record but air max 95s it's it's really the shoe that i wear by far the most um i was going to undead stock uh my fire reds but i didn't this week um and uh why yeah. not uh, you know, I it's something about white sneakers in the winter time. I it's, okay. it's just, I wear white sneakers in the winter time all the time. I yeah. can't do it. I can't do it. I can't bring myself to do it. YOLO. Yeah. How about you guys? Ed? Myself? Um well on the wrist, of course. Gotta have the fifty eight. Fifty eight. Great every day. Just wear it, wear it to work. You know. I use the I actually use the dive bezel a lot. But I don't time myself going underwater because that's not my occupation. Instead, I'm just timing tasks and like how fast like certain things elapse. Yeah. Um, on the feet, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, for those listening here in Toronto, we actually had um, pretty good snowfall on Christmas Day, and so since then, I've been wearing my tried and true Blundstones. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. They're, they're so comfortable. I slip them in. I go to work. I'm not worried about like the snow or anything. I have the waterproof, like the the winterized guys too. So it's great. I love it. So no more sneakers for the time being. Just boots. Just boots. How about uh, you, Darius? For me, on the wrist, same old Submariner eleven forty sixty. Beautiful. Same old. Di- Diver gang, like yes. fifty eight and Submariner. Yes. Um, it's 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 just Submariner. What has not been said about it, right? Yeah. 
I agree. And then on the feet, I'm just saying, I use the bezel for timing, like, stuff. Like, I actually use it. Yeah. That's how people know I'm going to do something. I do one of these, and it's like, click. Yes, yeah. And then it's like, oh, something's happening. Um, and then on the feet, similar to Ed, I've been wearing my snow boots. Ooh. In essence, in essence, the only somewhat high shoes that I own that aren't, like, leather boots. Um, I've been wearing my Chicago ones. Ooh. You, you, have the, uh, you have the speed trainers as well. That's a high cut. I have the speed trainers, sort of. That, but that's, like... It's a that's like not it's that's like snow that's not snow proof but you, you know? do wear it in the snow though i do wear it in the snow i, I that, that's true yeah but i don't wear my chicago especially for, uh, for christmas time it's red it's very winter themed it's very christmas themed yeah i love it and it's a it's a one so it's what you gotta do did, uh, it goes with did, everything did either one of you guys hit on grinches or no grinches nope nope no, I I've gotta ask you guys. Am I the only one that did not cop for a Boxing Day? Like anything, it didn't have to be. I didn't cop or I like, like nothing, electronics, man. like anything like that. I, I did a, not. I put a bucket for Boxing Day this year. Dang! Yeah, I was putting son. numbers on the board. My my bank account uh, didn't appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> he hit that triple double. <laughs> yeah, I basically, I basically put up a triple double. Um, I got a, I got a few things. I got yeah. Uh, what'd you get? Well, everything was on like a pretty good discount. So I got, okay. um, I know I sent you guys, I got a Carhartt work in progress uh, Detroit jacket. Yes, sir. And I ordered it in the medium. It showed up to my house yesterday. I tried it on, a little baggy. Okay. Uh, then I debated with myself for about like 40 minutes as to whether I was going to return it or not. And then I said, you know what? I might as well just order the small and then return whichever one doesn't, doesn't suit Smart. me. Smart. And I'm checking out the small, and there's two left. And as I'm inputting my credit card number, it goes out of stock. Damn. Yeah. So uh, that was not good. I almost, I almost lost my mind. And then I realized that Altitude Sports, shout out Altitude Sports. Yes. Uh, yes, yes. Price matches. Um, but they only do it on the sizes that are in stock on the, com- on the competing retailer. But because it was the first time I ever... Uh, was buying from them. They said, okay, you know what? We'll make this exception this one time. So I said, wow. sweet. Great customer uh, service. Very good customer service. Shout out Frederic, I believe, was wow. the, the gentleman. Good job, Frederic. Yeah. 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 Uh, we call that conversion. Yep. So then uh, I ordered that. I got to wait for that to come in. Uh, I also got a uh, CP Company shirt jacket. Ooh, nice. Uh, from TNT. If okay. you, TNT. Um, the new trend, not, not not the supermarket, not the grocery store, not not, not the, the <laughs> not the supermarket, which is also a fantastic place. Uh, T- oh. TNT, either the fashion uh, warehouse or the t- uh, grocery <laughs> store. Feel free to hit us up. Hell yeah, I'd be down. <laughs> Me too. Free groceries. You know what? They they got some really fire candy at TNT. You know what Ed needs to do now? No more no frills fits. TNT fits. Yes. TNT fits. Yes. I, I might have a connection there from from pretty high up, so maybe okay. we can make that happen. Okay. <laughs> That's gonna be our Get that live sponsor. fish fit. Can you imagine doing the pod from from the from the deli section? <laughs> from the, the what deli? deli? You mean like fish the fish section like or the, the meat? The, the fish, meat the fish market. Of the yeah. TNT. No, when they're like you know getting the fish and like you know. I don't no, think we have to do it from it. the uh, the electronics section. We have to be with all the rice cookers. Oh yes, yes Down. sir. Yeah. Down. Um, and then I actually got uh, the mic that I'm speaking Ooh. into right now. 
Oh, uh, how nice. Paying dividends already. It, it is paying dividends already. Uh, I think that was it. I feel, okay. I feel, like, I feel like I'm forgetting something, though. I, feel I like... have a question. On the topic of CP Company, on the topic of Carhartt, or like in that similar realm, what do you guys think about Subi? Like Subi Deno? Like K-S-U-I-B-I? Yeah. K-S-U-B-I? Yeah. K-S-U-B-I? Because they mainly do Wolvens, right? In, tw- in Twill? Like, what do you guys and think denims. about that brand? Yeah. I, I know them for their denim. Okay. I know um, them for their denim as well. I don't like anything besides their denim, to be totally honest. Uh, their, their denim is also, like, a very specific look with the way that they put, like, the... Uh, like Rips? Even, distressing? No, no, no. It's not, like, the distressing. It's, like, it's like their, I guess, like... Tr- like their their signature sort their of signature yeah like on the back of the jeans it's like these like mm-hmm. little like stars Crosses. or something yeah um so i don't know like it it's it's not a pair of jeans that i would want to tuck like a white tee into yeah, um, yeah. that's uh that's a 2013 kanye look sort of jean yes yes but their denim is good i i, I do like the quality of it i felt it in hand um i don't know if their retail prices are worth it but on sale i would say it's a good buy so I have a quick story, and I don't want to divert, but during quarantine, I went on Grailed, and I found someone who's actually a a distributor for Subi, and that person was selling that stuff for crazy discounts, and I just had to, I had to get it. Like, let's say something was $250, like for a shirt jacket, I copped it for a solid $70. Jeez. A jean jacket that went for I think two seventy five. I got for seventy two. Tried it on. I didn't like it because I guess like their their silhouette is just you know it, it was weird. It was like an inverted triangle, and it's, that's just not my body type, right? So then I sold it back on Grailed for double. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Because it was still under MSRP. Not so bad. I kind of like made back uh, what I what I bought from that gentleman. But I don't own anything denim, I, but I do own their shirt jacket, which is pretty nice. Uh, I almost forgot. This is what I forgot. Uh, I haven't yes. ordered them as of yet, but I am officially getting my pair of Isimiyake pleats. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Which uh, which Darius is giving me a thumbs up, but uh, I know he's he a called, saucy I, man. I know he called them meme pants a few weeks ago. So. <laughs> yeah, meme but they're pants. still good pants. Yeah, yeah, they're they're dope, and honestly, um, I feel like I'll get a lot of wear out of them. I, I like that look a lot. Like I feel like you can you can pair it with like a lot actually. Like, Hell yeah. uh, regardless of what look you're going with on like any certain day, like you can put a sneaker with it, you can put a boot with it, uh, you can put a loafer. loafer with it. Yeah, it's a it's a very versatile pant, and uh, on sale it's a good buy. So. So those trousers or needles, those uh, track pants. What which one's more of a ne- meme pant? Number one, the the needles. needles. I feel like the needles for sure. I w- I would say needles, but that's because people don't really know Isimiyaki. Like really, that. yeah. I feel like a lot of people, like more people, are more likely to know needles because it's like I guess like more like streetwearish. Um. Like I, I literally was talking to my friend the other day, and I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to get these pleats." And they're like, "What are you talking about? Like, who is that?" And I was oh, like, "What? Damn!" Yeah. I'm like, "I'm like, who do you think? Who do you think was making Steve Jobs' turtlenecks?" Like, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> did you get it from the Essence sale? 
Uh, yeah, I, I still have to cop it from the Essence sale. I'm actually going to do that tonight, I think, after okay. the pod. Yeah, Black? Yeah. Navy? What's black, the colorway? Black. I, I did I did want to go with, like... Um, they have that stone colorway, which is so sick. Oh, yeah. I, want, I, like I wanted to go with, like, the olive for a second, but then I'm like, uh, if I'm going to pay 350 for a pair of pants, I should probably get a pair that, like, I can wear with, like, a lot more. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, I did you have to go for that. You know what looks good with those trousers? What? Before we close off, the P550s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to it's seeing happening. you get a pair, Mikey, and then seeing what you'll do with them. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll make sure to wear them on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do the entire pod standing up. <laughs> just, just, just to feet shot. the waist down for two just hours to pants. or whatever. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Um, is, is there any... Uh, since you guys didn't buy anything, are there anything? Is there anything that you saw during a sale that you regret not picking up? Hmm. I actually, even though I know I bought a lot, there is one thing that I regret not picking up because it was. A what really do you regret? Thing. Um, it was a just like the blazer high, um, okay. the seventy sevens with like the UNC blue swoosh. Oh. Um, and they had it like, I'm such, such an idiot. Every single time that I have the, an opportunity to, to buy something with a UNC blue in it, um, I'm always like, Oh, I'll come back to it. And then I go back to it and it's gone. Gone. Uh, Man. the same thing happened during the summer. They, I almost picked up the, uh, the converse, like the pro star, like their leather, like OG basketball sneaker. Yeah. With mm-hmm. the UNC blue, I was like, oh, this is way doper than a blazer. And then it was gone like and it was gone. three hours later or something. But what about you guys? Darius? Oh. Look, I when the SN sale came, I did put a ton of stuff in the cart. One of them being like the Reebok Classics. Um, I, I think the Club C's. I thought, you know, it was for a really good deal and and for a shoe in 2020 to cost that much like cost so so little i'm like maybe i'll just buy to buy i didn't pull the trigger i was gonna buy a pair of chucks um the gore-tex chucks uh again i didn't pull the trigger but something that slipped away nothing really i'm not gonna lie maybe this this season i just wasn't in that buying or consuming not in the mood you know yeah it was just like eh, pass you know what i don't do you know when people go like, oh, yeah, I go on Essence or whatever sale and, like, add stuff to my cart. And then, like, oh, then no. you have these crazy <laughs> carts. What I do, like, even for me to, like, I don't really, I don't buy online for this stuff. But I I never go on, like, say, Essence or Mr. Porter or whatever on e-commerce and just make big carts. Because if I really wanted it, I would remember that I want this thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And if I don't remember, then clearly I did not want this thing enough to have paid money for it. So I just don't do it. Although the only things I like, I wanted to, I saw in the essence and I want to buy or get someone to like ship to me was, I just want another pair of like Stone Island cargos in like green or whatever, but mm-hmm. they're, they're only discounted like 8%, 11%, oh. like yeah. whatever. <laughs> At least help me save the tax. I know, right? <laughs> you know, you know what, Darius, I feel the exact same way. Um, I have one pair of those, but I have like the, um, it's not like one of the, it's not like one of the actual like 
rigid structured pairs. It's like one. It's like a like a swooshy pair. I, this is like very bad swooshy terminology. Pair. For, okay, what is what's the fabric, sir? What's the fabric? Students, by the way, like I don't know why. Like all like every single term I've ever Dude. learned in my life, I'm just forgetting all of a sudden. Like a seersucker? No, no, no. It's not like a seersucker. It's like um. It's like a parachute pant almost. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the tailor pant, like parachute tailor sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like it's like it's it's like baggy. Like there's no like real form. It's like nylon. It. It's like nylon versus cotton. It's like nylon. Yes, exactly. I, I don't know go. how I forgot what nylon was. What wow. is nylon? Jesus Christ! I know. What, Damn. You know. December Sorry. What the are you studying? <laughs> All those assignments <laughs> submitted just <laughs> get zeros now. Apparently physics or something because I can't remember what nylon is. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you engineer the nylon, and then other people yeah. do other shit with it. That's all you you care about. Um, swooshy, swooshy is what nylon. Yeah, swooshy, <laughs> swooshy. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, gonna, all right, guys. You he, know I'm just gonna let you finish the pod. I, I don't he's think gonna I get, can be on you. Right he's gonna um, get those pleats. It's like I got those zigzaggy pants. In. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine. Uh, oh my god! I got a real zigzaggy. Yeah. My uh my favorite prof actually uh, that I've had during my George Brown tenure is uh my my textile and fabric science prof uh, Milan Shahani. So thankfully she doesn't listen to the pod uh, because if she, she would have failed she you, would, oh she retroactively mad. failed you. She would kick my ass if she heard me say swooshy pants instead of nylon. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I I ended up getting those on sale a few years ago. Um, so from good. From a out of province retailer, um, a province with much 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 lower sales taxes. Um, so I got those for like a steel shift under three hundred bucks. Nice. And I was like, okay, like I'm sure I'll be able to find another pair like somewhere in the same price range. It's like no, not at all. No, <laughs> not at no. all. Not no. here. No. And no, finding sizing for those things. Oh, my God. Like, any Stone Island pant. I, I wear very small waist, and no one stocks them, in, like, locally. Nobody. I have... I, I'm fortunate with my waist. I can kind of fit, like, three sizes. Like, I can go, like, 32-ish to a 34. Like, it all depends on the pant. It's, it really depends yeah. on, like, how the leg the fit. fits. Yeah. yeah. Um... But, yeah, I, I'm pretty blessed in the sense that I can, like, kind of uh, fit between, you know, a few sizes and have it work out for me. Yeah. Very fortunate. I, I recently, I, I dropped a pant size. So, oh, good. Wow. Yeah, good for it, Which you, is Ed. good, but it's just like, damn. Such a <laughs> now pain, my other yeah. pants are a little loose. You know what, though? Um, do you guys, like, from sales, when you guys do buy from sales... Uh, do you ever see like a good deal and maybe, you know, it's like this, this is for mostly for pants. This isn't really for stuff that you wear up top, but, uh, for pants or shorts, like, you know, it's a, it's a pant that is marked down tremendously and it's maybe like a size or two too big for you. Um, do you ever buy it and just take it to the tailor? Like I, I've done that a few times. I did it, uh, maybe once or twice during the summer and it was still worth it. I've done it. I the only the one time I've done that and like I I bought this thing and like this is not gonna fit but whatever I'm gonna make it work. It was a pair of joggers like just straight up pajama sweatpants. Okay. But and they were a size a size fifty Italian or fifty European. Jeez. I should wear like a I should wear like a forty six or something. And but it was a drawstring. So I'm like oh, I'm gonna, I can make it work. 
you know, get that long drawstring life, like Fear of God. Oh, yes. And then um, I rocked them and like they fit pretty well. And I got them for mega steel. So I got them for 220 which is still pretty expensive for a pair of sweatpants. MSRP was 1800 because Ooh. they're Tom Ford. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just going to, why man. not? Like, why not? Right. Like, honestly, and then I, and I sold them off for 400 bucks. <laughs> if, <laughs> if I'm, if I'm ever going to pay $1,800 for a pair of sweatpants, um, I want the sales associate to take me into an alleyway and then like stick a knife in me and, <laughs> and like, rob you and my credit card and then put it in the bag and be like, thank you. And then just like, <laughs> leave me for dead. But hey, those sweat, those sweats were wool cashmere silk. Jeez, that's a crazy blend. Like, oof, I can't like even crazy, like crazy blend, like what insane. That feels like right, like it's one step below being like vacunia or something. Wow, damn. The only time I've done that. Damn, I've never done that. I've always gotten things uh, my size. Because you're responsible, maybe. But there was nothing you regretted not picking up, uh, Darius? Nothing. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm happy that you guys didn't have any uh, The only thing I, I don't, that it's like in, inability cop. I wanted the bread Yeezys and I don't want to spend like $550 you still want those, to buy them. Right? I still you, want those. Really, you love the knit up. Yeah. Die hard. You know what? I, I love that. I bought I them. That I had them. I had them like 2017 when they first came out. Yeah. And then I got like the first release and first pairs of triple black Balenciaga speeds. So I've been on those speeds for like years. Like I love those shoes. And then I wore them all. I'm like, oh, they're pretty comfy. And then like, you know, what? I wear my speeds a lot more than my bread Yeezys. Let me sell my bread Yeezys. And I sold them for $400. Jeez. And then they skyrocketed to $1,200. <laughs> but at least, <laughs> they, like, at least oh, they kind of came back down to earth. At least they came back down to earth somewhat. And then now they're $550. I'm like, I don't want to spend 550 on these but i still love those shoes like i love those shoes okay that's what i appreciate he like he keeps that energy he's like i don't care like this is what i like yeah i've been wearing speeds for like what three years since like the first pairs like great shoes stick to what you stick to what you like yeah agreed well i'm happy to hear that you're not uh that nobody's staying up awake at night because they didn't buy a pair of blazers (laughs) or something uh, only you <laughs> i uh moving on a little bit i uh i don't know if you guys saw the uh lil yachty reese's puffs um i found it a little bit weird and i know this isn't really fashion related but i guess cereal has become fashion ever since travis scott decided to make his reese's puffs um i find it a little odd that uh, I guess I think it's General Mills that makes uh, Reese's Puffs decided to give another rapper a collaboration and one that is much lesser known or much lesser celebrated than Travis Scott. Um, you know, it, it just I guess it just adds on to the list of zany oddball collabs that we've seen in the last few years. Uh, how do you guys feel about it? If, if I may, you're correct. It's General Mills. You know what I feel like? General Mills is trying to figure out how this collaboration thing works. It's almost like <laughs> something like like the Travis, let's say the 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 Dunks, right? They did so well. And Nike was like, "Great, let me give this to all the other rappers. All the kids would yeah. dig this." You know, it's yeah. like I feel like there's someone up there that said, "Hey, 
if Travis Scott helps us with this, all the kids now dig Reese's Puffs. Let's give this to another rapper. <laughs> this is a great formula, guys. What do you think? Right? That's like in a marketing meeting. So, I mean, that's how I feel about it. Just someone does not know how to handle collaborations over there. Or like just someone trying. Just like, maybe. What if? I feel like it's such a weird. I feel like this is. Oh, you know what? This just came to my mind. This is like General Mills saw, you know, who collaborate with zany things? Supreme and Oreos. I bet we can do that. But with Lil Yachty. <laughs> and someone's like, who is this uh, little Yachty that you speak of? Does he have a small boat? Little <laughs> <he>, boat. Little <laughs> boat. Um, but how, how do we feel about like the kid stuff then? Like the kid street treats. Like, do that, feels, like this? that feels more organic because I can picture Ronnie Fogg, like, loving cereal that much because I feel like he only collabs on stuff that he loves that much. It's like, but then again, Lil Yachty is like a snack fiend. Like, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the video where he, like, breaks down his diet, but the guy, like, is the pickiest eater I've ever seen. Really? Like, he, he's literally like, I only like candy. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's Damn. like, how do you sustain yourself? He's like, I only drink maple syrup. And I'm like, oh. I think okay. he's the one that has like a really good collection of retro Oh, he has crazy ones. shoes. Retro he's, ones, he's, right? He has a very, very OGs, solid OGs. collection. Yeah. Yeah. He has yeah. a wild collection. That's what I, think, I know about him. I think it works better with like Kith and like Supreme and or like even Palace or whatever. Like more established brands because it's more of a lifestyle thing. That's true. Lil Yachty, I'm not, I'm not out here like... Hey man, I'm all about that little yachty lifestyle. <laughs> I'm no. about the candy lifestyle. No, I. You know what though? It is very interesting how marketable he is. Um, because, In what way? well, I mean, he's done like a lot of collabs. I, I just feel like they've kind of flown under the radar. But uh, I remember when he first popped off, and they and Sprite gave him that deal. And they did, like, the Minnesota jingle. So, like, instead of, like, cold like Minnesota, it was, like, cold like a Sprite soda or <laughs> something like that. And then um, I know he he was, like, he had, like, a really big uh, Nautica collab. Um, they did, like, a That whole, one makes sense. That one was cool. Yeah, that one, that one I actually really enjoyed. Uh, uh, Profound um, had him on a few pieces as well. Wow. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like he does like quite a few collabs. Uh, there was like another candy. I think it was Trolley uh, sponsored him or something like that. Um, yeah, so I guess he is like kind of marketable. Teenagers seem to like love him. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, definitely he's not Ed then. Yeah. yeah, not Ed. Yeah. I don't think Ed has ever listened to Lil Yachty. Have you ever listened to Lil Yachty yet? I, uh, he, was, he was just Googling who I, I got to say, I got to say, no, I just know him for his sneakers. I, I don't know him for his music. Yeah, he, he has a very fire collection. Shout out Lil Yachty for that. Um, yeah, I'm like the old guy in this. Not even that old. No. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that I think General Mills is doing too much. I think I agree with that. I, I don't Pump. think that it was necessary to give another rapper a serial collab. I feel yeah, like I Travis was enough. Like was enough, and, yeah. And if you were going to give another tra- rapper a serial a collab, it probably should have been somebody bigger than Travis and not somebody that is clearly, you know, not on his level. And that's that's nothing against Lil Yachty, because I do like Lil Yachty, but let's let's be totally real. Like, you're not, you're not Travis level. Exactly. 
Um, they just got to reevaluate the, the, it to close it. The, the marketing team there, please reevaluate how you're doing these yeah. partnerships. Just try to sign Jerry Lorenzo from Adidas. <laughs> there you Jerry go. Lorenzo, creative director of Reese's Puffs. Of Reese's Puffs. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys went for the Bodega Dunk High. Um, I know last week I said that my sneaker of the year. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, was the Slam Jam Dunk. Uh, but the more I look at the Bodega Dunk High, um, and maybe a lot of it is the marketing uh, that went, uh, the campaign that went into it, because Bodega did a fantastic job with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh, God, like, it's a very unorthodox sneaker. You can't wear it with everything, but damn like as in as like my oddball pick i don't know i can't remember what i picked last week which is a little concerning um, <laughs> how easily your heart is swayed by marketing campaigns yeah but um but no like the the bodega dunk high is a really great shoe um it's it's definitely in the running for my shoe of the year now that like i've, I've looked at it more and more and more but um i'm upset that i didn't go for it because i was just like you know what bots are gonna eat this and i just slept through it and apparently, like so many people hit manual, so I'm I'm pretty really? upset about that. Yeah, I'm very very upset about that. It was actually really cool. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, every one in twenty pairs came with like a golden ticket for the friends and family pair. Damn, that's pretty sick. Yeah, did you guys go for it? I did not go for that. Yeah, I'm I'm not even gonna stand stand here sit here and lie to you. I I didn't go for it. I love the shoe, love the story. I love the friends and family pair even more, but I didn't go for it. That's fair. Yeah, this was it. Was not on the radar. I'm a big uh, baseball guy, so it was uh, definitely it, you. It was a hard loss for me. It was a hard loss to know Damn. that people caught manual and I didn't even try for it because I try for everything. So so where were you when when that shoe dropped? What were you I doing? I was in bed. bed. <laughs> I was in bed. And then, and then I remember like logging on to Discord afterward and I'm just like talking to people and they're like, oh yeah, I caught manual. And I'm like, excuse me? And he's like, yeah, I caught a pair of manual. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, oh, like the bot protection was really good. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, um, speaking of dunks, uh, there's a ton of dunk releases coming out 2021. I don't know if you guys got a chance to... Way too many. Too many? You think too many? Way too many. Huh. Um, I, I thought that it was okay. I think there was only like five colorways that we saw so far, right? Or am I tripping? So far, right? Yeah, so far. So, right, so far. So like five in January. Oh, damn, those are all January. I thought those were, like, littered throughout quarter no, one. <laughs> no, no, five in January. That's, like, too much. Yeah, that is too much. That's kind of nice. That's more than one, that's more than one a week. I, I do like the UNC blue, though. And some of them are women's Me pairs. Me too. To be totally fair. Some of them are, are women's only pairs. Um, I like the UNC ones. Um, I don't know if that's, like, an Ohio State low. Uh, like, the, the red and gray pair. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a Buckeyes pair. Uh, the black and white, mm, I'm good on those. Uh, the women's pair, the the like lavender-esque pair, or mm-hmm. um, I think they called it uh, sale football gray, pale ivory. Okay. Um, really, really, really dope. That uh, one's nice. And today I also saw that they're doing the 
oh my god, yeah, these are a lot of dunks. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> then today I saw that they're doing the Michigan dunk low. Ooh. Um, and then uh, the Spartan green. Uh, so the Michigan Again? State dunk low this time. Oh, dunk low this time. Yeah, they're they're really they're really milking the college colors for all they got right now. Damn, that's see see what I mean. That's a lot of that dunk is a lot of dunks. Of... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, actually, that, I... that would that would make sense if it was like from January to June. I think you could yes. even like you could even do that in like January to like end of April. Yeah, but still like. That's a lot. That's a, That's a yeah. lot. A lot, a lot. To, to have five dunk releases in one month is kind of nonsense. Yeah. And then sprinkle out through the year, like, Bodega again, Kith again, like, whoever again, whoever again, right? That's a lot of dunks. To be totally fair, though, like, I think this is kind of a good thing. Like, the, the dunk market over the last year is just went off the map. Yeah, it went off the map with the prices, so... You know, I, I think them flooding the market at least a little bit. I will, you know, uh, stock is yet to be seen on, on what it's going to be for, for these uh, for these dunks. But I think, you know, them flooding the market with colorways hopefully will will um, kind of confuse consumers and then not everybody will be going after the same shoe and, and resale prices will, will stagnate a little bit. But... Uh, yeah, I I mean, holy shit, that's a lot of dunks. <laughs> that's a University lot. blue, the UNC's for sure, really dope. Actually, I, upon first look, I did like the white, black and white ones, but the more I think about it, it's like I just go with my air, like with an Air Force. I hear you on that. That's it. And if they're flooding the dunk, will twenty twenty one be the year of the Air Forces? As yes. you know, the the pod predicted. Yes. <laughs> some ASMR Forces. going on <laughs> welcome to the Springs and Thread podcast <laughs> <laughs> look because I I did log on to sneakers for some reason I went to like the US page and I saw Air Forces on there it's happening like just just plain ones plain Janes hold on wait on like on like the sneakers uh, the, the website yeah Whoa. Just like the plain GR, like, I don't know if it was a glitch or something, but that was the product on there. Because I clicked into it, I'm like, oh, is this like something special, right? Like a, you know, s- some premium, something premium or like another John Elliott looking one. But um, no, it was just a regular Air Force One. There mm-hmm. were a lot of sizes that were sold out. I'm just like, okay, Mikey's, uh, Mikey's onto something. I don't know if they pulled yeah. it right now, but I was like, Mikey's onto something then. They saw Ed was logging on. I was like, oh, some man's is logging on. <laughs> this was linked to, to blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, we're going to give him something special. You're going to some man's. Yeah. But, I mean, I wish I can kind of grow the Air Force collection. Uh, just have the my beat white pairs. That's it. I don't own any Air Forces. No. Did you ever, I've, have you owned any Air Forces in I've the past? I've never owned Air Forces. Damn. I would, you know what? Um... I would I would pay money to see uh, Darius in a pair of like old Navy camo cargo shorts and a white pair of Air Force Ones. That'd be Ooh. hysterical. That would be very funny. Because <laughs> I know, I know it's not his look at all. So that'd be it's definitely not my look. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and a pa- Patagonia vest, polo shirt, dad cap. You know what mm-hmm. we should do for Halloween next year, guys? What's up? 
we all just dress each other in like in the, <laughs> in, can we in can we go to we like uh, yeah can we go to like a thrift store or something yeah, no, that'd be good. I'm de- I'm definitely gonna put Darius in the in the, in the cargo <laughs> shorts. I'm gonna put in him in uh, shutter shades. That's what I'll <laughs> put him in. You know I'll what? I'll do shutter shades. Let's do it. <laughs> I uh, I remember wanting a pair. I remember being like, when when did graduation drop? That was oh eight. Really? Too long ago. It was too long, ago. man. I was a kid, but I just remember. Um. Kanye wearing the shutter shades and like wanting a pair so bad and then I finally got a pair at like Canada's Wonderland like the next year or something and it was like the best day of my life. I I was so happy. And and then, and then you put, couldn't see a single thing. <laughs> I remember putting them on and I'm like this was such a stupid idea. Like I I was like this is not like what am I ever going to wear these? Like what am I ever going to wear these without looking like the an coolest asshole? kid on the block. It was 2007. Wow. That is Wow, I was in grade seven. Where has time gone? Man, that that album's going to high school soon. Ooh. That's weird. That is weird. Let's not get into that. That is that's crazy. That's kids born I just want to remind everybody, kids born in two thousand are now twenty years old. <laughs> that is so messed up. If you're having a bad day, I hope I just fucked it up even more. <laughs> Can't believe Leave, it Leave it to Mikey. Leave it to Mikey. He's mad about the bodegas. He's letting everyone else be yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, how did people manually cop? Crazy. Yeah. Um, next on the uh, on the docket here, we actually have the uh, Legend Blue Jordan 11. Ooh. They are releasing the lows. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, oh, Darius. Darius does not like this. It's Go. lows, man. It's lows. Why do you not like them? I don't understand why you don't like the the eleven lows. I think they're clean no. too. No, 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 no. I've seen MJ Legend Blues them, though. Like at, least at his camps, maybe not in the He's league. Wrong. Yeah. He's wrong. That's when MJ is wrong. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Are you guys hearing this? <laughs> I am at a loss for words. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i i i've definitely stated my opinion on this before i i definitely prefer the 11 lows to the highs um, uh, that that's when his airness is making a mistake <laughs> his airness has not asked his advisors on what to do and his airness just wore the lows and just Thought he was stunted on kids when he could just be wearing his game worn shoes and be really stunted on kids no the mis- the mistake for him was uh wearing those ugly ass uh Jordan 1 lows with like the uh oh, the tennis shoe looking with one with the with the Rolls-Royce uh seat interior cushioning on the heel yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever. Oh my god, those are awful. Those are the oh my god. <laughs> Look, Mikey, I I can't side with you cuz I don't like the 11 lows either. Yes. It, they got to be the OGs. That's what I'm saying. Or, and Legend Blue is a nothing. good colorway, right? It's a good color. Or nothing. I'm I'm sorry, man. I I think this is why I like the 11 lows. And and tell okay. tell me if this makes a little bit more sense. So, when you see and I know we spoke about this last week or 2 weeks ago whenever we spoke about the Jubilees, but um when you see a pair of the 11 highs, mm-hmm. um and it's a non-OG colorway. 
you look at it and you're like, ugh, like, diet Space Jam, diet Concord, diet whatever, you know? It's, it's just, it's not the same. But the Lowe's gives Jordan Brand that creativity um, or that, that outlet for creativity where they can put, like, for example, um, the cherries or uh, that navy pair with the, with the orange sole. Um, I can't remember what colorway that's called, but you know, like, it's just like, you can put new non OG colorways on the low and it's not as heinous. Like people aren't going to be up in arms about it the way they would with a high. Hmm. How, how would you feel Darius if you saw the, the, the 11, highs but that's in like a more ha- creative colorway that's like a heinous colorway yeah or like a creative colorway I'll, let me put it creative nicely. colorway <laughs> creative colorway creative colorway i'll just think like footlocker went on nike id and went hard and got like <laughs> fifty thousand pairs yeah i mike yeah i'm i'm trying to see it uh but in my complete subjectiveness and like blindness uh, and bias, ah, there's there's no claim for the low. It's wow. it's the OG or nothing. Wow, you're gonna you're gonna do them like that, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Did did you see those uh, those uh, Jordan Five Low Chinese New Years? I think I've I did them from I my memory. They have like no. kind of like the yellowing soul, right? Yeah. No. No. What? That's not a good. That's, oh, they do um, have the yellowing sole, though. Yeah, they do. But oh, I, okay, I yes, just yes, don't. Yes, yes. I don't like the shoe. Uh, yeah. I I wasn't. I don't really like the five lows. I don't really like the five that much in general. To be totally honest with when you, when I see when I see a five low, eleven low, something like that, nah. and I see like the shoe, right? It just looks makes me think like, man, this shoe can't decide if it wants to be a really low low or like a high. It just looks sort of weird to me. It looks very weird. I'm sorry, the eleven lows. Sorry, Mikey, but I, I just, I just can't. Just... You know what? I just, I, I hear your opinions, mm-hmm. but uh, now I feel insecure in mine. So I just put up an Instagram story, um, or a poll asking Jordan eleven high or low. So uh, by the Please. end of this podcast, we'll know, yeah. we'll, we'll know what the consensus is. Hell yeah! Among the you know, people. okay, going back to the five, I think the only five I really dug were the off white fives. Because the padding, the padding from the ankle was significantly, like diminished. Like it was just nothing. It was diminished. Like there was like no padding there around the ankle, and that's what made it more wearable, in my opinion, as a lifestyle shoe. Of course, I'm not looking at it performance wise. But to me, it was my least favorite shoe of last year or this year, I guess. Damn. Yeah, I I wasn't wasn't feeling it at all i for one like again i don't really like the fives that much and you know like there there wasn't that much going on no, in terms not, of not the swiss cheese looking <laughs> like a with all the holes yeah no, i'm good <laughs> look i i would get it as an art but i don't i wouldn't wear it i wouldn't actually put that on my feet like the, most off-white things i look at it more as art and like a sculpture rather than an actual like wearable piece that's like uh like the really deconstructed and like glued up uh like margella sneakers yeah. 
Like I would, I like. I would the, love uh, one as a piece of art to like put on a shelf or something, but I would never yeah. wear it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. Think, I, for sure. I think that shoe is like when um, people people started getting on off white for like oh you're just making like shoes, and like off white shoes that are just literally like the Air Forces were Air Force MoMAs was just like printed on, like there's no change really of the shoe, whereas like off white's a bit more like the fives a bit more one's a bit more pretzels a bit more like people were getting on that is is the moma the unc blue blue one one with the silver swoosh or is that the mca you know what i'm talking about though yeah yeah okay i i couldn't remember like what was what i i can't keep track of all these off-white collabs anymore (laughs) you know what i mean like they don't like some of the off-white releases just look like a printed on logo when it claims to be doing so much more. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I, you know, I definitely, I saw the, uh, Jordan, like now that you're bringing that up. I saw the Jordan four, uh, like the bread off whites that are supposed to drop next year. I saw them today and like, no, I'm okay. Good God. Don't need that. Like Virgil, okay. like buddy, I like, look, I, I understand that, you know, you repurpose and, you know, it's like, oh, like change something 3%, make it your own. Yeah, yeah, like it's <laughs> fine. But Jesus Christ, man, like, come on, like, come on, come on. You did nothing. You did, you did nothing. Oh, like, he took, he took like the, the lace locks and like made them clear. And it's like, it's my shoe now. It's like, no, no, come on. And it says air on it, though. It does say air on it. Yes, yes. It, it does. I mean, in case you were, it was unclear. Now you know that <laughs> that it's that it's an Air Jordan. Uh, speaking of more Air Jordans, uh, the Hyper Royal Jordan One. Um, pretty dope looking shoe. Uh, it looks like the Jordan One is again gonna have a big year next year. Um. These are kind of like the blue version of the turbo green, it seems. Uh, minus that ridiculous uh, Air the Jordan like, One SP whatever that they put on the on on the upper of the shoe, um, just below the swoosh with the turbo green pair. But good looking shoe. I feel like the the Jordan One again is is poised for a really big year next year. I know the trophy rooms. They got the UNCs coming out in February as well. Uh, they have like that neon like zoom pair coming out. Uh, I think middle of January. Uh, Jordan One, Jordan One seems to be king. And uh, as much as I do want to stick with my Air Force One pick, I'm I'm feeling a little bit shaky. <laughs> it's a good colorway. Uh, I got it's a good colorway. Looks that's really colorway you can buy and hold. Oh, for sure. And a hold pair. For sure, I'm I'm upset that I didn't hold a pair of the Turbo Greens. Those those sat. Yo, the Turbo Greens are so nice. Turbo Green, Turbo Green, and Clay Greens. Oh. I think that's what they're... the the I, clay I like the clays those. with the black toe, right? That was good. Yeah. Oh, the clays were good. One of one of my favorite Jordan ones, I'd say. Yeah. Damn. I'm yeah. just I'm just mad I haven't held all the shoes that I've sold sold. <laughs> like Sellers all of them. I sold I sold those breads for for something. I sold off-white air, like, yeah, off-white air maxes. No, mm-hmm. off-white uh, vapor maxes, sorry. 450. Damn. 
There's a there's a Jordan one, um, a mid that is worth holding right now. I won't say it on the podcast because I don't want to uh, <laughs> blow up anybody's spot. But um, yeah, there's there's some mids that are worth holding. I'll, I'll say that. Really? There's, there's some mids yeah. that are maybe, worth holding. Maybe after after this recording. Oh, I'll definitely let you guys know. Yeah. But there's oh, some yeah. mids that are worth holding. And I'm saying like you can get them for like dirt Nothing. cheap. Dirt cheap. Damn. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, did you guys see the Tom Sachs Mars Yard 2.5 uh, wear testing stuff? Love it. Yeah. I'm all love for it. it. I think okay. I I say I love it. I think it's a cool concept, but I think the uh, what's actually gonna happen is just like blah, blah, so much blah. But do you, how do you guys feel about that that black toe? I'm on cool the, with it on, on the Mars. I think I'm cool with it too. I'm, it looks cool, like with a, I'm cool with it. It's like boot vibes. I'm, I'm yeah, in, well, I'm, I'm in Blenny's mode, so I'm yeah, I'm never gonna get a bear. <laughs> when true. when I saw it, um, it looked like duct tape almost. Or like really? not not a duct tape, but like the black electrical tape. But the way that like it looked on the shoe, I was like, oh, like that's very, like utilitarian you know, like wear test. Yeah, like uh, ruggedness for sure. Um, are you guys gonna make a video? You're not you're not gonna make one, Darius. No, not for you. I kind of do want to make one, <laughs> and I kind of <laughs> want to like use my my work as the background. I think and maybe get it. get him through the doors too, and like you know, like play that two prong approach of like trying to get the shoe, but always also try to get it like a sales lead at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I um, I definitely want it, but I feel like I don't have anything like interesting to record for that. So I don't know if I'm yeah, going to make it a video. He's standing in a parking lot arguing about someone about their the colorway of their shoe. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I've wanted to do? You just reminded me, Darius. You know how there are people that wear their their Yeezys like slippers? Yeah. Uh, I'm not I don't want to name the crowd. I don't want to name, you know, but like those sort of people. And I've I, done that before. So What? Oh, every time they like they smush the heel, like I literally just want to take like a video. And I want to walk up to them and be like, bruh, and just leave. Stop it. Stop I've seen it with, it. like, all other shoes, too. Like, the the crazy Balenciaga stuff. Uh, like, the, the, the dist- I, don't know, I don't know the name, but, like, the, the distressed runners. Right? And a bunch of other things, too. I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Um, just w- bringing that up, the whole, I'm I, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off, Ed. No, no. Um, What's up? But bringing that up with the whole like stepping on the back of the shoe and stuff. Uh, when you guys put, when you guys put um, like your shoes on, yes. Do you ever catch yourself kind of like wiggling into it and not giving it the time that it deserves? Me all the time. I have a shoehorn, so uh, I also have a shoehorn. Yeah. Do you, but you don't use it, Darius. I do use it. I actually use it religiously. Oh, okay. all right. All right. Uh, a, a very good friend of mine, um, a few, <laughs> that reminded me of him. Uh, a few months ago, we were just like hanging out at his place, whatever. And my friend just got like a brand new pair of like the Oswegos. Oh. And he's like, oh, can I try them on? And my friend's like, yeah, sure. Like, whatever. Like, we were all just hanging out. He goes to put them on and he, 
this guy's a madman. <laughs> he annihilates he puts, it. He puts half of his foot in the fucking shoe, and then he he starts grinding it like he's stomping out a cigarette or something. <laughs> Jeez. And I, oh no! Oh and, no! And I was just like, "What is your fucking problem?" <laughs> yeah, but he's like nothing. This, this is how he put on a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean he. Uh, He's a real George Costanza sometimes, I'll tell you Damn. that much. <laughs> Crushing it in. The one time I've done, like, I've used my fingers as, like, the shoehorn, mm-hmm. it was on my original pair of Margiela Gats, like, my first. Like, that was, like, a first designer shoe sort of thing. And then I did it, and I heard, like, a stitch pop. I'm like, oh. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> and I was sad the entire time, so never did it again. Um, I wanted to bring this up before I forgot. But I was talking to my friend yesterday, and we were just talking about, like, the prices of Balenciaga sneakers. And Ridiculous. it is crazy um, how much you were able to get, like, a pair of, like, Balenciaga arenas for at one point. Like, on sale, my friend got a pair of Balenciaga arenas off Essence for, like, 320 shipped. No, 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 no. You, the, the prices of designer things in general has skyrocketed so much. It is absurd. It is so nuts. It's absurd. Like, even for, like, their big, big, say, like, big-time sellers, say, like, Chanel wallet on chain, right? Like, this is literally a small wallet, maybe the size of, like, two iPhone Maxes, right? You would expect to pay, like, two grand? Yeah. Right? It's Chanel, you know, wallet. It's, like, five grand now. Damn. Damn. You you trying to get a bit those big flat bags from Chanel? It's like eight to nine. Like, that oh uh, my God. that really hit me when I saw, um, like when Virgil, I think it was his second season at at Louis Vuitton. I remember there was this one backpack that I really liked, and I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. Like I would love to get it, and I'm like, oh, like how much is it? Maybe like forty five hundred, like five thousand, something like that, and. I went to go check the price at Holtz, I think, one day, and it was $16,000. Jesus. And I was like, unless unless that comes with $12,000 in cash on the inside of the back, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way that that's worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I was looking at, like, scrolling through sales and, like, Dior shoes are in sale right now and, like, the B23 highs and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw, like... Reduced price. I'm like, okay, cool. What's the price? For reduced price is sixteen hundred dollars. <laughs> Bro, what? What? Yeah, I I wanted a pair of the Balenciaga track, um, like in the summer, and it was like end of season. So uh, my mom's at Holtz one day in Yorkdale, and she's like, "Oh, they have that sneaker you want," and I'm like, "Oh, sweet! Like, how much is it?" I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'll pay like six bills for it or something. She's like nine fifty. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no. How, how? How is that a sale? Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. It's insane. Like, I used to be, like, a big LV buyer. And I have, like, a, I still have, like, the denim jackets. And I bought a denim jacket. Like, I'd seen it. I bought it. It was, like, $1,800. So, the monogram, right? You yeah, the monogram one. Yeah, okay. It's, like, $1,800 or so. Like, for That's what reasonable. it is... That's not, like, terrible yeah. for what it is, given it's Louis Vuitton. Modern denim jackets from Louis Vuitton are, like, 3.5K. Like, 
how in like a span of like four, four years yeah. double the price I, why I, too much why do you guys think the price has gone up so high people will pay it uh i have is there I a have, certain crowd that pay? <laughs> i think i have the definitive answer to this go oh go so what happened um and gucci kind of paved the way for this gucci was not yeah. doing very well uh prior to the alessandra michele um appointment and so they appointed him and then they also um like appointed like a new president at the same time um and essentially what they ended up doing is they put their focus on accessories Mm-hmm. And they knew that the youth market, even though it was still expensive, would be able to at least save up and attain these wallets, these keychains, stuff like that. So once that started happening and the hype got large enough through belts and all whatever it might have been, mm-hmm. uh, hats, all that stuff, then they said, oh, because we're able to charge people you know, 900 for the wallet or, you know, it's 800 for the hat or 300 for the socks or whatever it is. Now we can just kill them on everything else. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, how are we going to sell a hat for, for 600 bucks and then not sell the sneaker for 14? You know, like it just, it just became this thing where they had to price everything accordingly based on how they were pricing their accessories. And and that's and I really think that's where everything came from because there's like look, yes, designer designer sneakers, the quality is going to generally be better than whatever you're going to get from Nike, Adidas, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell me that the Balenciaga tracks worth 1400 retail or whatever it is. It's not. It's not. Or the McQueen sneaker, um the big bulky Stan Smith looking one is worth the 900 they want or whatever. Like it's not, it's not worth that money. Part of the reason I've never bought another pair of Balenciaga speeds after like the pair I have right now is because they changed where they manufactured them. I bought them. They were still made in Italy and everything like that. Blah, blah, blah. Made in Italy of dubious origin, but whatever it said made in Italy. So whatever. Now it's fully like stated made in China, which for a designer shoe of that I would be spending eleven hundred dollars on is not. It's not what I want, as like as unfair as that is to say, it's like manufacturing in China, but it's not what I want, and people still buy it because they don't care, and because people still buy it, they feel they can charge it, and they still keep on buying it, keep on buying it, keep on buying it. They're like there's no shortage of people willing to purchase stuff. I mean, people are willing to spend money, I especially find, for luxury goods. I find that really interesting that you say that because I remember you guys talking about um, Chinese manufacturing on a pod prior to me joining. And Ed made a very good point where he said, when people think of made in China, a lot of the time they're thinking of the manufacturing from 10, 15 years ago. But at mm-hmm. this point, uh, at least technologically... China is, like, really ahead of the game in a lot of ways. They are. And um, it's not like, that's what I'm saying, like, as unfair as of, of a point that it, that is. But if you've opened, I opened, like, 
Balenciaga shoes and I got I got them and I'm like, oh yeah, they're cool. Fine. And then I opened a pair when I was trying to get a pair post moving to China. Their manufacturing move in China. The box changed. The dust bags changed. You open the box and you open the paper and it smells like glue. Like it smells like the factory. You know, at that point, I don't care if the uh, quality and manufacturing tolerances are the same. The experience is not the same. And that's why people pay money, big money for this stuff, for the experience. That's At the true. end of the day, it's to have the experience to be able to say that these are Balenciagas or these are like Dior sneakers, whatever. If the experience isn't there, then it's not really worth the money per se. That's a really great point when you're talking about the difference is, yeah, Made in China can get the job done and can do all this stuff, but you're right. It comes down to the experience of getting that Made in Italy piece, getting that Made in France yeah. piece. Yeah. That's what sets it apart. That's a really yeah. good argument. Um, yeah. It's nothing about quality, but it's the experience of you opening it. Damn. Yeah. Or even yeah. like I was telling, I tell people this all the time when I'm buying from Louis Vuitton or whatever, especially Louis Vuitton, actually specifically Louis Vuitton, I will look at it and be like, is this one made in France? Because I want my Louis Vuitton to be made in France mm-hmm. because it's, I feel like that is Louis Vuitton. And let's, let's put it in perspective, like say you have a Savio Row tailor and you go to Savio Row, you make, you get your suit made and it's like 20,000 British pounds or whatever, whatever number it is, whatever. Get that same tailor, same craftsmanship, same fabric, same everything. Put him in like some dingy, rundown factory. Are you going to pay 20 grand for that work? Probably no, not. Probably not. Right? Probably not. You'd probably be hesitant to pay two grand for that work. Speaking on the experience, how much of that do you think is a, like a mental thing? Like, like, like let's say 90. let's say it was the same processes being being done. Let's say it was still being manufactured in China, but um, you were being told that it was made in Italy or France or whatever. Do you think that being told that it's not made in China, your perception might be different? I know it's hard 100%. to to, to like, sit like there. Like a hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. Even yep, if it still was made in China, though. Hundred percent. Huh. That's very interesting. Because it's, it's, the, uh, it's the romanticization of the product mm-hmm. and the brand that sells the product. But even if, it start, like, even if you open the box and it smells like glue, you'd be like, oh, whatever, like it was made in France. You'd make an excuse for it. Like someone will make an excuse for it. That's very You'll cool. justify you, those, those yeah, flaws that you find. Yeah, the, it's the whole romanticization of a product, right? If you see, I tell you like a shoe is handmade. Stitches are uneven or not perfectly straight. Yeah, but it's handmade. That's like a natural thing because people's hands are not perfect. Sounds right. It's probably true. Yeah. You know, that is the equivalent in nothing on this brand. I love it. But Visvum, when they have like the hand dyed stuff with the inconsistent dye, in my mind, it just means during the dye process, it just, it, the weight was off. And then like the garments were rubbing in a, in a, in a different way. And th- that caused like the front panel to be darker or lighter than the back panel and the sleeves to be a different color. That's all it really means to me. But because Visbum says hand dyed, 
inconsistent. Like they're glorifying the <laughs> quote unquote bad parts. That's why people are eating it up. They're like, holy shit, yeah. This is what happens when you diet with your hand. This is what ha- inconsistency is great. But you talk to any like, you know, I would say like an A class manufacturer, if they see that shit, they're just like, what the fuck happened here? This would never pass AQL. Yeah, like, this would never pass any sort of t- like standard testing. Like they're literally going, yeah, um, we didn't feel like paying our QA that much, so uh, fuck it. Like we <laughs> we don't care. That's what I read underneath the the fluff. <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny um yeah no i i hear that for sure i i feel like common projects is is one of those one of those brands common projects is gonna snipe me for this one but <laughs> but i literally i mean ever since like that that one video of uh like the rose anvil yeah uh, where where he just cuts it apart and he's just like what what is going on with this sneaker? Yeah, um, you know what I mean. Like people people see common projects, and without you know, look, I I can't blame the consumer for thinking that they're getting a high quality product when they're paying that much money. When the retail is six hundred dollars or whatever it is, uh, I think north of six hundred dollars in a lot of cases. Oh, um, you want to believe that you're getting a good quality product. Uh, and even if you get it on sale, it still ends up being like, if you're buying the Achilles, I, I have yet to see an Achilles for less than at least a white one for less than three eighty five maybe something like that. Uh, so you do want to believe that you're getting a good product, but you know, like again, like people don't really know the difference between good and bad leather, which again, isn't their fault, but they buy the sneaker and they're like, Oh, this is like great quality. But then when it when it really comes down to the nitty gritty of it, it's like, this is a cheaply made sneaker, and they could have marked it down four hundred dollars, and it'd be a much more, um, you know, fair price point for the consumer. But it's it really comes down to their branding and and the consumer perception of of the product. It's when uh when a luxury, like fashion companies, especially fashion companies, when they're able to charge extremely high prices for their product is when they're able to fully romanticize the product and have a good product behind it. Like the story, the big, the best story I tell about this exact phenomenon is of Berluti. Back when Heider Ackerman was their creative director, God bless those two collections in like two years. So good. They would, you would go to a Berluti store and they make beautiful shoes like beautiful leather shoes handcrafted and everything and you go to the shoe their store and they will take off your shoes and they'll tell you those are not your shoes anymore you're unworthy of them berluti shoes are your are your shoes and they would have you have the berluti shoe that's an experience you know and they're genuinely good product and they would charge you like two thousand euros for these shoes that's hilarious but, though like, but that that's a great so experience fun. right like, these shoes are unworthy of you. They're not your shoes anymore. <laughs> yeah, these are not your shoes. Like, but that's that's great, right? That's how you storytell. That's how you romanticize your product and everything behind it. Uh, imagine walking in with, like, a pigeon dunk, and they're like, these shoes are not worthy of your shoes. They throw them in, a, they throw yeah. them in like, a, a, an open fire pit in the middle of the store. <laughs> I'll wear the Lord uh, the Warren Lotus ones there. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I would 
I wonder how much a sample of those would go for. We don't have to get too much on the topic right now, but I do wonder, like, there has to be a sample made. I really do want, like, have to wonder, like, how much would a Warren Lotus pigeon dunk sample go for? Like, it had to, it would have to be at least, like, 30 grand, I'd say. It'd be up there, man. It would really be up there with all the, like, all the buzz around it. Yeah. Pretty high price. Um... Oh wow, we really got off sneakers here, but, uh, <laughs> but that was a good conversation. Yeah, no, that was that was very interesting. I'm happy that yeah. we that we had that one. Um, the Grinches. I have a small story to tell about that, and then we can get it off sneakers for uh, the rest of the pod. But um, so I tried for Grinches on the 24th when they dropped. Um, struck out. Stock hit was, with the Grinch. I you know what I got Grinched. It it was not good. Uh, I was pretty upset. I was I was solving captures. wasn't getting anything. It was it was sad. Uh, Supreme was dropping an hour after it was the final drop of the season. An hour after the Grinches, so I finish up with Grinches at like ten fifty five, and I'm pretty upset that I didn't hit. Uh, and then somebody's like, oh. Are you guys going for Supreme? And I was like, and it was like ten fifty nine at this point, and I'm like, I guess. Like I, I didn't even know what they were dropping. I legitimately set up a task. I'm like, sure, the lighter, and I <laughs> like I literally set up a task for uh, the Supreme Sw- uh, Swarovski lighter, uh, and I bought it and to feel something, to feel alive. And now I have this lighter that I don't want at all. And, like, apparently it's not going to resell all that well either. So, like, you know, if you, if you, if you strike out on – the moral of the story is if you strike out on something, just, uh, you know, put your wallet away. Just put it away. Yeah, don't, be, don't go out hate copping. Yeah. I Ooh, hate copping. Hate copping. I mean, it's usually a different word after hate. But, uh Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you, Don't go do you have it copy. on hand right now? Do I have one on hand? The lighter. Yeah, uh, lighter. Uh, no, it is currently uh, the pack is in the mail. Okay. Um, as the rappers might say. Uh, but when it gets here, I will definitely show it to you, and then I'll put it in a corner of my room for the next a five year. years, and then oh, it'll come out or something, hopefully, <laughs> and then uh, it'll be worth it, like ten million dollars, twenty more dollars than I paid for. It. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, and I'm not too sure how, uh, you know, but the, the, I want to say verifiable, but I know that's not a word. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if this, if basically this is true or not, but apparently, uh, Master P, um, rap icon, uh, ex-NBA player as well, uh, real legend. Uh, he is thinking of buying Reebok. I know Reebok has been on the market for uh, a few months now, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken. With Baron Davis. With Baron Davis. Mm -hmm. Hold on, Baron Davis wants to get in on the sale? Yes, sir. Please, Ed, take it away, because I was unaware of this part. (laughs) No, no, like, it was a headline. I didn't read into the article, but yes, Master P, as well as Baron Davis, are, you know, looking into acquiring Reebok. I think it's is, a good buy. Is that a strategic move? I don't think so. 
You don't think it's a good buy? You don't think Reebok's a good buy? No, for for them really? to to own it, for them to own it. I think a, a a different group if they were to take over would be a little. I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I should be a little more optimistic, but I just cannot see how they would steer the ship. But Mikey, if you do have you know something to share, please. Master P, uh, to his credit, is like he's a he's a real businessman. Like yeah. he's yeah, like he's he's one of the richest rappers alive. I think. Um, or X Rappers a lot. Yeah, he's he's worth like at least like five hundred million. I don't want to say. Um, so I mean, like he's not Jay Z level, but I mean, who's Jay Z level? Like it's it's hard to get to a Billy, but I I know he's worth at least four or five hundred million, something like that, something insane. Um, I don't know. I I feel like it would give them it would give them a lot of social capital, um, especially amongst. Uh, the rap community, uh, you could maybe see uh, like some more like uh, rap collaborations in Reebok. Um, and, like throwback and, collabs. Yep, and the, and the community embracing that a little bit. Um, I I I do think I do think that they need a strong face and voice at the helm of Reebok in order to get it exactly to where it has to go. I think that this year was a very good year for them. Um, even with, you know, the fact that they're selling everything off or whatever. I mean, COVID's COVID. Like, it's it's tough to, to run a business. And obviously, Reebok is not only clothes. They, they do, or sorry, not only sneakers. They do everything. Um, but, I mean, you know, there's a lot of heritage in the brand. Uh, and 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 I don't know. I just don't see this being like a negative if they take over. I, I, I really think, you know, with, whether it be like the, the Eric Emanuel stuff or the Jown stuff, uh, even uh, the Vetemont stuff that they've done uh, in the last few years with the Pump Fury. Um, and I think they might have done one more collab with them as well. Uh, they did you the, know, uh, the Sock. I feel like they're doing they, a good they did job a few with the pump, They did a few Pump Furies. Oh, yeah, okay. They right. did a few Pump Furies. Yeah. Um, but you know, I feel like they're really, they're on an upward trajectory, uh, socially. And I think that, uh, you know, if they get that final push, they could really make it over the hump. Yeah. Um, I don't know Club what the asking say price for Reebok is, it. but, uh, if like, I just feel like it's a good buy. Like it's a, it's like, it has to be a good buy unless, unless you have, Hoka One One powers and can create your own sneaker brand. <laughs> like Reebok has to be a good buy. I feel like Reebok's a very long term company. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And now and now they're gonna have a club C Master P. <laughs> um, it, it's just all in net what like the direction and, and their focus and where they're gonna take it. it I it's not that I don't like the brand. Like when I grew up, like that was the shit. Like Reebok was the shit. Adidas was the shit. Nike was also the shit. Like those were the big, you know, runner in like sneaker brands growing up, right? So to to see like it kind of dipping in my more teenage years and then coming back up in in this uh, you can say adulthood. Like I like seeing this resurgence. I think. 
Adidas hasn't done a really great job with Reebok because they're trying to see like where do we fit this brand? Maybe it's in the athletics and like CrossFit and M- and MMA, but no, the I think that the culture and the DNA is still within that you know that lifestyle sneaker area. You just have to have better uh, collaborations to bring it back into the 2020 universe or like 2021 moving forward. Um, Eric Emanuel was like a great collaboration. Jound was an okay collaboration in my mind. Um, and even the stuff with pleasures, like I, I liked what they did, right? It was different. They did a collab with brain dead too, I believe. And that was a pretty good collaboration too. So I, I do feel like they're on a really great trajectory. It's just who's going to take over what's going to happen. That's my biggest question. For sure. I, I think that their biggest issue is not getting people to buy sneakers. I feel like that'll be the easy part. I think it's like nobody, nobody wants to apparel. buy. Exactly. Nobody wants to buy a t-shirt that has the Reebok logo on it. Who wants to buy a Puma t-shirt? Nobody. You know? Nobody. Like it's like it's nobody just... wants it. So so that that becomes a huge issue is mm-hmm. is like how the hell are you going to move clothes? And on top of that they they it's not even like they're making money off like jersey revenues anymore either because mm. um they they don't do the NHL anymore if I'm not mistaken. Nope. I I believe that that's like Adidas. Um and uh I think they might have done they might have done uh, the NFL for a few years, or was I can't remember now. Uh, I think it was you, NFL. Yeah, yeah, but they're you know they're not doing that anymore. That's that's also Nike now. So, um, yeah, like they're they really need to get the right voice uh, in terms of a, a like creative direction, or else it doesn't matter who who gets at the helm. Um, mm-hmm. The sne- the sneakers will not sell enough to to drag you through four quarters um, yeah. if you can't sell clothes. Like, they'll be fucked. Yeah. You'd have to, like, reposition the brand from being, like, purely performance or, like, performance first to, like, heritage first. If if you were assigned to be the creative director um, at Reebok tomorrow, uh, who would your first collaborator be? Jerry Lorenzo. <laughs> no Jerry Lorenzo allowed. <laughs> no Jerry's allowed. <sighs> Nobody that's currently signed to another uh uh brand. Not Lil Yachty. Okay, yeah, not Lil Yachty either. <laughs> <laughs> no Lil Yachty. I would get I would want to get um oh I forgot his name. Oh no. Whoever runs the Vet Memes account. Damn. I don't know who that is. Me neither. But there's an account that, like, mocks Vetmont's clothes. And they took <laughs> off at the same level of, of Vetmont's. I think it'd be fantastic if they did a collaboration with them. That'd be so funny. I think it's a little too problematic because they do have the Vetmont's collab. Yeah, but Vetmont's would love it because it's Demna and Demna's weird. Like that, the vet meme stuff has a cosign from Demna. He said that it's the coolest thing ever because he's like this brand that I made 
was a joke in the first place, and now I'm a joke of a joke. Perfect. Oh, okay. Like, fantastic. You know, um, I, I I might get some some pushback for this, but it might be uh, Ronnie. <laughs> might be. I Kith. can see it happening. It might be Kith. I. I think that's a very good one. However, I was thinking more in the lane of like an influencer that isn't like as design talented an as influencer. Ronnie. Influencer. Yeah. Sorry, I should have I should have specified. Huh. Influencer. Well not no hate to Cardi B, but not Cardi B. <laughs> no hate. No hate. I well while you think on that, Ed, I think I would um I would go with uh, Young Thug. I think that he doesn't he doesn't have any collabs uh, with anybody, from what I know, and like people love him. Either him or Future. It'd be one of those two. Because um, maybe Future, because I mean his his music does stream extremely well. Um, and he's always kind of been into fashion. Um, I know that he had like a Chanel, some sort of like a Chanel influencer deal, like before when, when that, like when influencers first like started. Um, so I think that he definitely has the credit to his name, but yeah, Young Thug or Future, I feel like either one of them would really be able to like attract a youthful crowd to want to buy Reeboks. So someone in pop culture, that's someone in the... pop culture, or or it could be a somebody that sells like skinny tea on Instagram or whatever. I don't know. It's a, it's 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 entirely up to you. I can see them trying to do a Billie Eilish if they did it. That would oh, be maybe good. actually that would make a lot of sense be. to me. Yeah, but you do have to realize that like if you're going for a Billie Eilish collab. You're going one way. If you're going for a young thug or like a future, you're going in the completely opposite direction. Almost. Not opposite, but like, I just don't think that the Billie Eilish market intersects with the with the young thug market that much. Even though there are people that definitely listen to both artists, I just feel like if you're going with Billie Eilish, uh, you'll probably get more like. You'll you'll get a lot of of female sales, for sure. Uh, I think they'll they would sell uh, women's product extremely well if that happened. Um, but I think that going with a rapper would be a better long term play. Uh, because think so? yeah, because I think that you like you might not get as many men as you would women if you uh, were to go with the Billie Eilish collab, but um, you're definitely going to be able to get more of male and female consumers um like in terms of a mix instead of just going uh for Billy Osh cuz I don't I personally don't think that that I mean like obviously there there are men that listen to Billy Eilish like you would have to be foolish to think otherwise but um I feel like her fan base is mostly female for the most part right yeah but that just needs to get on TikTok and the the rest will do itself Damn. your marketing will do itself I, that scares me. As somebody who who might want to get like a marketing job in fashion one day, I don't. 
I don't know how the fuck to do TikTok. Like, <laughs> like I, I probably shouldn't be saying this, like, on the record, but I legitimately, like, I don't understand TikTok. I don't understand. Like, I get how it's, like, it's popular, but I just don't. Like, how do you, like, market product on TikTok without being, like, so cringe? Like, it's impossible. Just put it on people's feet. Yeah, but then it becomes a cringe TikTok, though. That's the problem. What do you mean? Like, look, the Jordan 1, uh, that Obsidian Jordan 1, the, the one with, like, the navy and the light yeah. blue. Yeah. You know what people call those? No. They call them the TikTok 1s. Really? Yeah. Shit, I'm so out of order. What do they sell? <laughs> do they sell, though? Uh, I mean, the resale on them right now, I want to say, is around $700, 650 See? Like that. See? It does, does it really matter if it's called the TikTok 1 if it boosted it from being, like, $400 to 700 I think and it, in the same vein, if you're Reebok and like Club C's become the TikTok C's, but you sell out sizes. I think I think it comes down to that's a good short term thing, but it's not good for yes, long term. That's what I'm saying. Is it's a short term thing? Like, yeah, you can sell, you know, clubs. Like, let's say Reebok were to do that, they can sell Club C's to 15 and 16 year olds for three months, and it's it's gonna, it's gonna do great, but. The thing is, do you want to be known as the brand that 15 and 16-year-olds are so in love with? Not yeah. so much the brand, but that shoe. Because all you need to get is that person to have that shoe. And then you then try to get them into be a lifetime buyer. I do agree with you. But at the same time, we also have to realize that Reebok is in a completely different spot than Nike. Because... Nike doing that with the ones and, you know, all these, like, TikTokers being like, oh, I love the Jordan 1. Like, I love Jordans now. Like, whatever. Um, They can get away with that because they're successful. But when you're really trying to, like, pull the market back in and you don't have that constant consumer that is, like, springing for Reebok product all the time, like, you got to be really careful with, with what market you're bringing in as that initial pullback market, right? Yeah. Ed, Could, you think so? Because you, you get branded the wrong way one time. That entire rollout of you trying to figure all this out with collaborators and figure it out with somebody new at the helm and figure it out with a new creative designer or a creative director, this shit's going to go south. It's going to go south. If, if, if you're known as the brand that is now catering to 15 to 16-year-olds, like, yeah, you might sell a lot, but 15 to 16-year-olds are maybe making minimum wage. They're not going to keep the lights on for very long. Ooh, but those parents are making not minimum wage. <laughs> I, I think I would have to agree where Mike is going with this, but specifically tailored to Reebok. Is it, it is it is a tough thing, because I, I do this, I do see it. You're right. You don't want to be stuck in like, hey, this this was such like a adolescent brand that like it, it doesn't grow up, and then when it wants to grow up, there's a fear for me to have it be forced and disingenuine. It's like, oh no, like you were this brand before. Like, why are you now trying to grow up with me? Like the 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 DNA doesn't work. Exactly. Yeah, it's Damn. it's it's gotta be it's it's a very tough spot for Reebok right now. Like I uh Man, we're just telling Reebok not to hire us as brand 
I wouldn't be that great. Uh, Maybe I'd work my way up there. Quick story about the Obsidians. Nike employee store sale. Went in the morning. One of the one of the first days, and then one one guy remember scooped up like three, size eleven, size thirteen, and I think a size ten and a half, and I was like, "Damn, I could not get it." That's it. Run up. Yeah, that's like uh, the Jordan Three Mocha. Um, obviously, we didn't know what was gonna happen with like the Travis and like the, obviously the Mocha ones that re- recently came out, but. Um, they sat, they made it to Nike outlets. I remember, um, I wanted a pair for personal. I didn't end up getting them for myself, which I do regret because it's a good looking shoe and actually a very slept on Jordan three. Um, and they were 179 each and God damn, I wish I bought 10 pairs because once the Mocha one came out, it's like resales like 500 bucks. Ooh, that'd yeah. be a nice cash out. That'd yeah, be a very nice cash out. I think that's the um, the trend. If Mikey's sleeping, you're copping. If I'm selling, you're copping. <laughs> oh, that's basically it. I like also, that. Also, um, update on our Jordan Eleven poll. It's not looking good for the lows. It is. Uh, I told you, cur- bro. It is currently six nothing for the Jordan Sorry. Eleven high right now. Wait, let l- let me go vote. <laughs> Just <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh my god, you guys are gonna fuck up the. Well, I mean, there is no ratio because the ratio is literally one hundred to zero. I'm gonna vote on that one right now. Yeah. I really did. I really didn't think that my uh, that my take was this hot, but apparently, it's okay. apparently, it is steaming. Very steamy, sir. Steaming. Um, it's okay. We're all wrong once in a while. Just, yeah. like his hair, just like his airness, we're all wrong once in a while. <laughs> um, I think that uh, this is a pretty interesting thing that I saw uh, the other day. I saw an app. Um, I'm not going to put it on blast, but uh, we can talk about the concept of it. Uh, it's essentially an app that uh, verifies um, the authenticity of your product um, through you taking pictures of it. Um, so let's say you have a Jordan 1. You take pictures of the Jordan 1 as required, I guess, of the sole, toe box, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then you send it in on this app, and then it'll verify it for you. Um I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, for one, pictures are very deceiving. Um, and I feel like it's a lot easier to pass a fake off as real in a photo than it is to do it uh, in person a lot of the time. And um, as a buyer, like if I'm buying something from this, um, like, I don't know. Like, I would you rather buy a shoe that somebody looked at over the internet or would you rather buy a shoe from, like, StockX or Goat or whatever? The common variable, common denominator here is human error. Number one, through this app, you're still getting a human to verify it. Number two is even with StockX and these things, there's still a human verifying it. So there will always be a failure rate, number one. But the thing with this app is I think it's rather high because 
with images, they could show you, you know, clean, crisp images on their, you know, website of selling you the app. But the actual dude, I shouldn't just say dude, the actual person selling the, the sneaker could be in some terrible lighting. They could have some really yellow lights or they could have some really, you know, blue lights that will then change the color of the sneaker. So you as a person, you might say, okay, I know what you know, what the, uh, what the university blue looks like. I know what the Chicago red should look like under correct lighting. But what if you get it under a different lighting and it actually is is an authentic sneaker, but you're like, Hey, the red is off like two pant, like two shades of whatever. There's too much black in, in that color. It's a, it's a fake. Then it's just like, what the heck? Or a fake just is photographed really well under the right lighting conditions and like the right colored lights where it looks like authentic and you're like hey i'm gonna pass this as an authenticator and i'm gonna let it go and someone's gonna get a fake shoe so i don't think that's that's the right way to to solve this issue i think with authentications my thing is there has to be something that occurs either at a factory level or some sort of after it ships out there needs to be some sort of like blockchain technology in terms of verification or Mm -hmm. with like an NFC chip or something else that you can track its origin. That's how it has to be done. A quick little plug, uh, by V chain, uh, by V chain. That's it. I'm just going to, I'm going to plug cryptocurrency that I own. So by V chain, (laughs) I, I agree with, uh, with Ed here. Like, You've all we've all read, especially people who like would listen to a podcast who I assume are very into sneakers and clothes and watches. It's we've all read like all the discrepancies with like the real real StockX goat, you know, shipping on fake shoes. You know, these are people that we trust, and especially with the real real, when you see those articles on like um, business of fashion where authenticators said they have what like literal seconds to authenticate a piece of clothing before it ships out. And this is someone who has the piece of clothing or whatever it is in their hands, like in front of them. Now we separate it and make it fully digital where the person who's authenticating doesn't have the product in their hand. Margin of error goes up. And, you know, if I'm a seller and I want to run like a scam... Why don't I just send them good pictures of legit shoes and just ship out just fake ship shoes? Ship out a fake, yeah. Yeah, like, what is gonna? What is this app gonna stop me from? Like, they're not gonna stop me from doing it because they're not taking any liability for having this shoe shipped out, right? Yeah. There's no, there's no point of this because it's like if I send Mikey you a po- photo and you say, yeah, this is legit, and then I sell Ed like. A different shoe like just a different physical shoe mm-hmm. you know i um i've definitely been thinking about like in-person uh verification a lot um it's like let's say you work at StockX, right like how many pairs of the same sneaker do you think you go through in a day like let's say you get in a, in a day you go through an eight-hour workday, you go through like two hundred pairs of sneakers or something. I mean, uh, that might be on the high side. Let's say like one fifty or something. Um, like, and let's say forty-five of those are Travis Scott ones. 
that shit has to become like like you know okay, you know when you're just typing like the same word over and over again and it gets to a certain point where you're like am I even spelling this right anymore? Yeah, it's like fatigue. Yeah, it's like how the hell do do they trust people to <laughs> to verify these sneakers when they're just looking at the same sneaker a billion times? And then let alone with just photos now. Yeah, 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 and then with with just photos, you're you're asking for like, trouble, really. Like inconsistent photos at that. Yeah, just not not smart. It. I get what they're trying to do, make it easier, quote unquote. But this is not the way. I uh, I definitely have to agree on this. I uh, I I don't understand why this is a thing in 2020. Like you might as well just like cut out the middleman, and just selling. Well, I mean you're not cutting out the middleman, but like just selling. Just skip the step. Just Darius, save it. Just save our, the our step. favorite our favorite person, the middleman. The middleman. <laughs> but okay, to bring in watches to this, if you're in, like say you're a jeweler, right? You would probably feel uncomfortable writing out an appraisal or authentication of a watch that you didn't sell yourself, right? If I were a jeweler who were put in that position, I would say no, because I don't know where this watch came from. I don't know the history of this thing. I don't know anything about this thing. Why would I do this? Mm-hmm. So as a, especially if someone, if you're someone who has something to lose over this. Um, yeah, I think we're all in agreement on that one. <laughs> I, think we, I think we all think this is a very shitty idea. Yeah. Um, needs to be refined, needs to be worked on. This for sure. Yeah. Uh, here's something that I've been dying to talk about. Okay. Uh, Gucci collaboration with the North Face. <laughs> Sorry. Whack. No. Good God. Good no. God. What I'm, I'm, I'm not the audience. This is not for me. I saw the I saw the jacket. I saw the monogram with like the the North Face on the left chest. No. Oh my god. Very very bad. You know it it sucks because um when I saw like I don't know I guess like people's like mock up renderings or whatever, there was like a really cool Nupsy and it was like a green one and the monogram wasn't too crazy on it and I'm like oh this this would sell and and then they they release the pictures of it and I'm like, oh, this is everything it shouldn't have been. <laughs> like I know. if you guys wanted this to work, you guys essentially took the plan that wasn't gonna work and mm-hmm. then just implemented that as hard as you possibly could. And even even crazier is I don't know how the hell they roped this in. But there's a fucking Pokemon Go collab. That is roped into this North Face Gucci collab. Really? <laughs> I swear to God. Gucci tweeted it on December the 23rd at 1.57 p.m. They said, coming soon on at Pokemon Go app. Hashtag the North Face times Gucci. And it's like, what is it? Like a like a Gucci monogram Snorlax? Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't... That'd be fire, actually. <laughs> a Snorlax is always fire. That'll be fire. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna put that one out there. You you wanna? I I feel like it would sell very well as a plush. Like if absolutely. Had, I would yeah. I would buy it. I would buy it if it See? if it wasn't See? if it See wasn't like saying? if it wasn't like two thousand dollars. Like if it was it's like two thousand dollars. If it was like no, if it was like a five hundred dollar plush, I'd buy it. I would actually. It'd, buy it'd it. be it'd be like two thousand dollars. 
two thousand dollars. You think they'd actually spend? They charge two thousand dollars for yeah. a plush? Yeah, man. Um, Louis Vuitton sells uh, desk ornaments and the Vivienne ornament shape. So it's not really like a trademark shape for anyone except for Louis Vuitton. And it's like anywhere between four to eight thousand dollars. Yeah, but Louis Vuitton is also like NASA prices. Like it's, it's like it's insane. Like I feel like they have like the highest price point out of any like. Nah, nah. Out of Gucci, out of most Gucci of that. gets up there. You Hold think Gucci's up. as high as Louis Vuitton though? Gucci oh. gets up there. Looking at this, I'm reading about it a little more. It says that it will offer in-game clothing collaborations. Oh, that's and, that's, and let trainers well. show show off. Their their pieces. Is there I don't like, play Pokemon Go, by the way. There's like characters on Pokemon. First off, who's playing Pokemon Go? Like, who's still playing Pokemon Go in 2020? Like, do you remember the one month when it was like everybody had it on their phone? Yeah, and it, I just still never got it. People were just like crashing their car, like catching a crashing their car, catching a Pikachu or whatever. Um, man, I'm looking at it right now. You can get a Gucci pillow for twelve seventy five. That's... I see, like, I, I think I think that that's, like, I'm obviously a lot of money for a pillow, and I would never pay it, but I am saying, like, that's, like, but I think that's not what bad. I would expect. Yeah, that's what yeah. I would expect. But $2,000 for a plush? I can see it happening, for sure. Huh. So, yeah, we're all in agreement that uh, the North Face shouldn't have done this. <laughs> that's, that's essentially Man, the... both the brands are better than this. Come on. I agree. Like both brands are better than this. I agree. Yeah, with what I would say saying. so. Yeah, I, I would Hell say yeah. so. I, I feel I felt like there was a lot of potential for them to uh, to both springboard off each other, um, onto onto new heights, and instead they just kind of like went to go like chest bump each other and like somehow kicked each other in the face. It was yeah. <laughs> it would be really cool if Gucci really springboard off like. 80s 90s era north face puffer jackets mm. like how they did with dapper dan that would have been sick yeah that i mean like that's what i thought this was gonna yeah. be or it, like it, a, a denali fleece that was gucci monogram on the fleece and yeah. then or gucci monogram on the on the bottom fabric that'd be cool yeah like that made the most sense i don't i don't know I, how i was just gonna say the monogram needs to be used in a different way because it does look really great, and I think it looks really great for some pieces. Like Derry said, like on a fleece, if you if you were to do like a printed polar fleece, yeah, that would look pretty great. But what they've done with this collection is just just not it. Man, just make a tent out of it, dude. Oh, okay. That would be pretty what? dope. Right? That <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Nice. It That's en- what you need to do with it. It encapsulates the lifestyle of glamping. Yeah. Make a tent, make a sleeping bag, you know, make a duffel that's like rubberized. So much you could have done with it. Like both brands could have done so much. I agree. I I definitely agree with all this. I, um, not it. Yeah. I'm I'm sad. I'm sad that. So close. So much potential. What it it ended up being. I was pretty excited to see like, oh, like what are some things that they'll whip out? I hope it's not just another fanny pack. It's not just a t-shirt. Yeah. It's not just a whatever, but it appears that's what I got. Or and we got. staying on Gucci, they're doing a Dory Amon collaboration. 
a part of me kind of really likes that. <laughs> it's it's actually it's actually fire. I'm not gonna sit, put that I, out there. Like, yeah, I that grew up with that. Collab, yeah. Fire. I go. I grew up with that shit. So yeah, I, I, they put they put Doraemon on the side of the uh, chunky ride on sneaker. Wow. Mm. Damn. Still. Um, Mikey's saying like, "What is Doraemon?" Yeah. Who is Ding Dong? Who's Ding Dong? Yeah. I, I, was about to say what I literally don't know what any of this is. Is this still English? <laughs> yeah, I was like, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, we'll show you. Explain Ding Dong to we'll him. Yeah, we'll show nah. you. Yeah, yeah. Send, send me a link. I'll, uh, I'll take a look. Um, the. A high snobiety. Um, they've been doing a lot of collabs lately. I know we spoke about the Colette stuff. Um, but they did a very cool collection, um, that is just dropped. Uh, and it is essentially called the This Never Happened Collection. And what it is, is it's just commemorative t-shirts and hoodies and caps and stuff for events that would have happened this year, but did not happen due to COVID. So, for example, um, Wimbledon. Um, they put, you know, the Wimbledon uh, championship, and they put the dates, what, when it would have been, June to July. And then, um, you know, like, stuff like that. Or they did um, the L.A. Art Book Fair, which would have happened... Um, April 3rd to the 5th, or the Minerals and Stones Fair, which would have happened uh, in March. Uh, stuff like that. I think this is one of the cooler collections, or like, you know, I guess like capsule collections um, that I've seen this year. I don't know. What do you guys think? I like it. I'd, I'd cop like a t-shirt just to, just to have it and commemorate this. Yeah. I mean, this never happened. <laughs> like that's that's pretty cool. I uh, I like that a lot. Also, the concept is good, but uh, maybe I just see product too much that I'm just like, yeah. yeah that's where like, it falls it, flat for me. Concept it's like is I good. like it, but I wouldn't cop sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, that's fair. That's uh, that's fair enough. I think, I think they could have done more and more. Uh, more events and just made it a bigger and bigger um like collection because i think that i was on the website and it looks like they're doing only by order like it's not a limited production or anything limited stock yeah i think it's like a pre-order right um i uh I, I, I like the pre-order model, in all honesty. Like, if you're, so if you're somebody so that can easier. wait for stuff, I think that the pre-order model is pretty good. Um, Especially if you're not, it, it shows you that the, uh, the company is not banking on, like, oh, we're going to drum up some hype and blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah, blah, and then make it limited, blah, 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 blah. It's like, here, do you want a cool product? Just let us know, and then we'll get you one. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, exactly. Like, you don't have to, like, fight other people for it or fight a bot for it. It's like, no, no, everybody's going to get it. Um, dealing with Ed losing. Did he did he figure it out with his headphones? Headphones. <laughs> it's, it always amazes me how I'm uh, 
how I'm a full-grown adult and I'll still have a voice crack every once in a while. <laughs> and we also still cannot hear you because your mic is still muted. I think he has construction in the background. Oh, he has construction in the background. Or something. Wow, that's sad. Okay, well, I mean, it's just me and you, Darius. You can just watch us speak. Oh, no, 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 there you go. I think he's unmuted now. I can't hear him, though. Can you hear him? Nothing. Nice. Okay, well... <laughs> Nothing. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean... See how well those fancy mics worked out for you? I mean, they're working out. It's working out for me. Working out for you. I also, I think that um, it's his input that is creating the issue at this moment in time. And that's why I got on my iPad for the call was because uh, I was worried that something like this would happen. Something like this would happen. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I guess we'll just move on to the the next topic and then Ed will... We'll tap in whenever he can. Okay, um, he's nodding at us. LRG is doing a collab with Coca-Cola. Um, I do not check for Lifted Research Group uh, product. Uh, I don't care about what they're doing, really. Um, I just saw this on my timeline, and I thought that it was very interesting that... Um, LRG is still out here doing stuff, and that they even got onto my timeline. Um, What's going on, Instagram algorithm? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Instagram algorithm. I have never bought anything from LRG, so I don't know where this is coming from. But um, I don't know. I I don't think we need any more Coke collabs. I think we're done with Coke collabs for a while, uh, unless it's Kith. I feel like Kith can do their yearly one, and they can get away with it, but like... We don't need any more Coca-Cola merchandise. Um, how do you feel about this, Darius? And Ed, I like you. Uh, I think LRG, it's like, where are you coming from out of nowhere? But I like it when Coke does stuff like this because Coke is such a like universal brand. And especially, I like, I love their, their goal of, as like a company, it's like, hey, we want to have, coca-cola available to every human being within like one kilometer or something like that like obviously not environmentally friendly but i think it's a cool concept to have that and i just like coke as a brand and i think they can really get away with anyone because everyone drinks coke yeah even polar bears drink coke even polar bears drink coke yeah santa claus drinks coke. santa claus drinks coke and he drives and he for some reason uh drives a freight truck as well yeah. He does, he does it all. You see, San, if Santa's on it and you're not on it... Yeah. It, it's crazy how how my my brain associates Coca-Cola with Christmas, like, like hand in hand. Like, quick. That is, that is some unbelievable marketing. Um, do you think that LRG can make a comeback in 2020? No. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I, no. Thankfully, thankfully, we got that out of the way. Uh, <laughs> because... no, 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 no. Maybe Master P should try to buy LRG. <laughs> I think that uh, I think that 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 would that would be a much worse buy than Reebok. I'll, t- I'll tell you that much. It'll be a um, lot cheaper. You know, it will be a lot cheaper. But I also find it interesting because um, 
a brand that I did not think was going to come back, um, that made a little bit of a comeback this year, and it was, you know, in part halted by uh, COVID, uh, is Avizu. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. they had, and, a, like, a resurgence. Yeah, you know, they, people really started wearing their denim again. And, uh, you know, they are definitely very uh, same same era as the LRG hype. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't think that LRG can make it back because I don't think that they have that brand image that people really care about. Yeah. Um, but I do find it very interesting that I could be 100% wrong about this. Is that, like, it's definitely not, like, a surefire thing that, you know, they're not going to figure it out because, I mean, there is not a chance in hell that if you told me in the middle of last year that Aviza was going to make a comeback, that I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they will. Aviza has been, had, like, a bunch of, uh, like, they've had OG heads. Like, people have been standing Aviza for a long time. And Aviza is more eclectic. They have a lot more, I'll say, like, street appeal of, uh, of, yeah. of jeans and, like, people wearing them. <laughs> uh, all right lrg coke yes, okay lrg coke lrg coke look man i like lost a few hours there too lrg coke look the thing is and i was i was listening to you darius and and mikey nothing beats the kith coca-cola collaboration i think that really made full like they took full advantage of that legacy they took full advantage of like the lifestyle um, the, the whole theme around Coke, um, they did. Oh, I can they, think of one collaboration better than that one. <laughs> well, they, they made like the Coke rugby's and like, it was just really well executed. So I think LRG Coke, not for me, Kith Coca-Cola. Yeah, definitely. FIFA Coca-Cola, number one. Ooh, FIFA Coca-Cola, number one. Look, fine. Any Asia marketing things around Coca-Cola, number one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Asia does a really good job with, uh, Coca-Cola marketing. Um, I don't know if you heard this part of it, though, uh, Ed. Basically, what I was saying was, um, although we're all kind of like, oh, like, well, I guess you didn't really answer this part, but do you think that LRG can get their buzz back? No. Okay, I agree with you. However, um, Avizu, in the past year, has really been able to figure it out in terms of getting people to come back um, and building up their hype a little bit. I feel like if, if there was no COVID this year, they would have had a gigantic year because people really did start wearing their denim again. Just people didn't really wear that much denim in general this year because of the fact that they didn't have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if you told me last year, it, like the middle of last year that Avizu was going to come back, I'd tell you you're crazy. I would too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but with the Visu, don't you think it's uh, maybe it's it's my understanding of one of their ambassadors? Darius, isn't there a Hong Kong uh, like music star or like an actor that really reps the Visu? Man, people been was rep- it Ed- was it Edison was it Edison Chen? I think I think it's Edison Chen. But people have been like rocking yeah. a Visu for a very 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 long time. Like. Like, very big fans of Abizu have never left. But I feel like the LRG people have gone away. Or, like, have moved on to another brand. Yeah, they moved on to Abizu. Oh, yeah. 
Yes. Or true religion. Oh, yes. True religion. Yes. True religion. Honestly, um, I didn't think we were ever going to name drop true religion on this podcast. <laughs> uh, you know. Lucky you get your are, on. If, if you are listening to this podcast and you are this far into this podcast and you're still wearing true religion. Like you're wearing trueies? Bro. Like man, I'll like legitimately I'll send you a pair of jeans. I'll send you a pair of jeans for sure. <laughs> like I I'm I'm not I'm not fucking with you. Like I'll like if you if you like take a video of yourself like throwing them out or something or like putting them in the garbage before the dump truck comes, like I promise I'll 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 send you like they're gonna be used jeans, but if you're a size thirty two to thirty four, I will send you a pair of jeans because I I can't in good conscience allow you to listen to this podcast and know that you're true religion. <laughs> Also, if you're listening to this podcast and wearing trueies, I want to meet you. Like, who are you? What a mystery, man. Like, damn. Where do your tastes lie? The mystery lie? man calling the true religion guy the mystery man. Yeah, the trueies. Like, what do you buy? What do you look like? What do you wear? V-necks? What do you wear? <laughs> you know, it's, just imagine somebody in their, in their, in their V-neck and their V-necks, true religion. Bleach out prints. You know, they're true religion boot cuts. And they're like, yeah, you know what? I really did like the Hodinkee system. video, <laughs> Right. Right. Like, who is that guy? Who is that guy? Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> um, since we are running a little long, I think we should move on to the uh, Hender Scheme uh, collaboration with G-Shock, mm-hmm. the DW5750. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll let I'll let Darius take this one away. I think Hender Scheme, you're so close to making something so sick. If it wasn't what I want from out of this collaboration, I don't want a watch out of this collaboration. I want a bracelet that looks like a watch. You want a bracelet? Like the entire thing. Like the entire thing is just like a block of leather stacked on each other to make the layers and like everything in the watch. And it just ages as Hender Scheme does, like in Hender Scheme fashion. You've got a point there. It'd be it, so sick, right? It'd be so cool. Hender Scheme almost just plays the role of a of a leather supplier in this. Exactly. In this. Oh, it's shit. like, okay, you got a strap. Great. Great. Yeah. Got cool. You, you, you feel like there wasn't enough handiwork being done here. I think there's not enough Hender Scheme in this Hender Scheme collab. I guess it's just hard for them to do a watch collab because, like, we're so used to seeing the shoes and the sole is a huge part of it. Like, the sole is such a gigantic part of the Hender Scheme. Um, like, I, I don't I, I don't really want to say bootlegs, but I guess bootlegs. Um, the sole is, like, it's almost like a wood sole, right? It, yeah, like, it's, yeah. It's like the, Not so, comfortable. Yeah, it doesn't look comfortable. But I, I just... You know, it's just kind of hard to to replicate that for something that goes in your wrist. Like, I feel like, what could could they have really done anything other than be the leather supplier in the situation? That's what I'm saying. They could have made it like a full on thing. Like, do you like, th- a, like a full? Do you think product. it was feasible? Is what I'm saying. So, like, like how much is this retailing for? I think is a better question. Because I I would assume that Cassio wants to make it somewhat, um, like attainable right like I, I don't think it's ever really been g-shocks uh mo to just like kill people on price i think yeah. maybe like at, 250 yeah something like several hundred like at most like several hundred dollars yeah 
Which is not a lot. But if they were to do what Darius said to execute, I think that's more enticing. And then charge like 800 bucks and then like did it. Like, I think it becomes much more of a hander scheme product. Oh, I believe it's being raffled off. Huh? I know they they did another collaboration before. Oh, it's being raffled off and then via Hender Scheme. So Hender Scheme will have the pricing. Or you know what they could do? This this watch better get delivered in a Hender Scheme like watch roll. Oh. Something like that. Okay. Like give me something like that. Come on. That'd be interesting, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I Yeah, I don't know. The casing's kinda like bogus to me. Do you like it's it, like, Mikey? I think it's a cool looking watch. I just think it's bullshit. I, I like I I do I do agree with you guys on the on the front of like it doesn't really feel like Hender's game. Like but I do like it. But it's just like this doesn't feel like a Hender's game sort of product. But I think what makes Hender's game so uniquely Hender's game is that they do the like the shoes. They do it without the authorization of Nike or whatever shoe that they decide to do. But when they're doing an actual collab, it's like they have to work within these parameters mm. of like price and like you know all these goals that that the manufacturer or the original manufacturer wants to set. So maybe they did want to do you know what Darius is is saying they should have done, but Casio was just like. We're not going to let you make a $3,000 G-Shock. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be, I think that's exactly what they should have done. Or just like, I don't know, coat the leather, coat the case in leather, but that would be so much work and like impossible to do. I Please, at least, tell me it ships out in like a Hender Scheme watch roll. Something, something. Do I have to put my credit card down if I sign up for this? Yeah. Look, my... my and you also, you're uneligible. It says it's, like, domestic only for Japan. My thing... So I, I have to find a Japan... Yeah, a proxy. But my thing what is, the first time I looked at it, it looked really cool. Because in terms of, hey, we're seeing fashion and watches come together. But, again, to what Darius said, where I felt like it fell short was, cool, they're a leather supplier. There are a lot of leather suppliers out there. <laughs> you know what's gonna happen? Say you have the watch and you wear it, and the patinas and the strap patinas. Now you're gonna have a a gorgeous like golden brown strap with a off chalk colored watch case, <laughs> resin watch case. Yeah. Right, right. Like I don't it think it'll work. look great after. It doesn't work. It would be so cool, interesting yeah. to see the, even though it, it might defeat the water resistance and the durability of the G-Shock, was to see that module in some sort of leather casing. Right. Right. And see how that functions and how that wears over time. That would have been more interesting. Because it could have just totally defeated the purpose of a G-Shock, where it's like 10 bar. Oh, not 10 bar, sorry. Like... You know, just like ten meters, like five meters yeah. of water resistance. Yeah. yeah. The highest bid on StockX right now is nine hundred and thirty Canadian dollars. What? Oh my god. Ooh. No, no one's gonna when, what was the last sale? What was the last sale? Uh the last sale was eight hundred and thirteen dollars <sighs> and that was uh 
the fuck? Was it the first collab that you're looking at? I guess so. Is it... Sorry, the model on this one is the... They might have just done like a 5750. And this is the 5600. Oh. I didn't even know that they did OG Shock in the past. I actually did not know that. I thought that this was their first watch, in all honesty. But still, it was the same. It was the same thing. Same concept. It was like, yeah. it was the same thing. Like I don't understand like why they did this again. It was essentially the exact same watch. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not about this. I don't think it's a cool looking watch, but it's not that cool. You know, <laughs> you know. They were so close to greatness. Yeah, so they, close. They were. They really were. Like I, I, <clears throat> I give G-Shock and Casio the like really big props to try to do collaboration to try to reach out but i think there's still a lot for them to learn and understand about fashion collaborations god they should just hit up lil yachty (laughs) (laughs) the lil yachty g-shock coming soon you know i think i think the john mayer hodinky uh g-shock collab was a very 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 strong step that made sense um but yeah, I I just feel like this is just like unnecessary. Are you, are you guys like a fan just... of Beams in Japan? Beams is all right. I'm not like crazy about Beams. They they've yeah. done a few G-Shock collaborations as well. Yeah. I just feel like there's not that many people like like the majority of people with Beams have my stance on it. They're like, oh, like it's you know, like I'm not against it, but I'm also not like crazy about it." But Beam's got um, some crazy stuff. Yeah. Like, they got, like, Arteries collabs. Yeah. They you know what, really though? Cool. I do like the, uh, like, the clear one that they did. Huh. I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a gigantic stand for, like, translucent, transparent. Like, I love that. You should search up the Swatch Jellyfish. And then that Swatch might, Jellyfish. Yeah, that might be a, a watch you'd be interested in. I'm or the RM56. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. And I love like I like like skeleton um sort of watches as well. So it's just like it's like I love that. Huh. Bro, I'm telling you, RM fifty six. Damn. Yeah, Darius, uh you can you can you help me uh source one off the back of a truck or something? Because I don't think I have the money for that. Don't got those ones. Well we'll source from DH Gate. I know. <laughs> And then Watch Ali Busters ba- is going to get The Alibaba RM56. <laughs> yeah. For real. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, if anybody can get me an RM56 for like $1,500, I, I think that's 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 probably my price point. If somebody can get me an RM56 for $1,500, um, you let me know. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not interested. Well, I'm interested, but... I'm also realistic about my expectations. Um, I think just before we um, get off the the pod here, I think we have to talk about our most wanted cop in 2021. Most wanted. I I don't want to go cop. first. I want to go last because I I'd go I, first. I'm still okay. You know what? I thought about it. Um, just in the split second, and as my brain was racing, I think a wanted cop, and this might seem really pedestrian or, you know, just underwhelming, but it's to see what the next Uniqlo 
recycled down collection will look like. So whatever that jacket, that outerwear, whatever will will be, I think that's going to be my next cop. Because I did think about copying the one that they dropped this holiday season. Uh, I don't know what what kind of jacket you call that. It, for me, it's a military layer. That's where I see okay. the where I see that that design come from and and that pattern. But it's it, that is more of a standalone. Traditionally, I know that that cut, you know, without the hood, it's just the way that that neckline is. That's a military layer. And then I know Visbom has done a few of those. Capital has done a few of those. And then Uniqlo this season did like a Uniqlo down version with their recycled down, which was really nice. And it was actually really easy to cop when it dropped. Um, I didn't end up buying it because I just thought I just had too many jackets. I wouldn't need it. But the more and more I let time kind of, you know, I let that piece marinate with me, I did regret it. And I regret I uh, I didn't buy it in the olive. So... Whatever it's going to be in 2021, would love to cop it on the actual drop date. And that was a pretty good answer. No regrets. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, How about you, Derek? My turn. Yeah. My turn. <sighs> it's two things. I want my bread Yeezys. <laughs> I want them for $350 at most. Um, so I'm not going to get them because I'm not paying $550 for them. Um... But I want actually do want to get a GMT watch. Okay. Yeah. Are we talking right. whether which which one are we talking? Pepsi, Batman. I just want a BLRO. That's all I want. Small ask, right? Small ask. Small for sure. Small ask, very small ask. But you know, I've considered the uh, Tudor GMT, and I've tried it on and everything. I just maybe I need to try on a GMT Master Two and see if it feels me makes me feel any way because if it doesn't make me feel a way then whatever mm-hmm. you know better to know that i don't want it after that i know i wanted one after trying it on. i'll probably want one after trying it on but you know yeah if it comes it comes yeah if it doesn't come it doesn't come that's fine Damn. that's fine well one it's day like, it will come i think one day it will yeah. come it's like, oh no, I don't I don't have to spend what, eleven thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. First. Yeah. <laughs> Plus tax. Um for me, uh it's either gotta be um and I, I think I should probably get these pretty easily. Um the Carmine Sixes. Okay. Dope. Um or the neutral gray Jordan one. Also good shoe. Um, yeah, it's it really comes down to one of those. That's gonna be an IG shoe of the year, the neutral gray one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I gonna guess. I'm gonna be sick of it after the first three weeks. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be yeah. a new TikTok one. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be the new TikTok one because I feel like stock is gonna be pretty limited, but it will be one of those shoes that just like pops off. Yeah. So it'll and be the like, TikTok influencer one. <laughs> it'll be like a diet. It'll be like a diet Dior one. A yeah. diet. The diet diet. <laughs> A diet. The diet That's a good Dior way to put one. it. The diet Dior one. Like, a, but that's the Paris one. <laughs> that's Paris. <laughs> that that is kind of what it's gonna be. Uh, also, I really do like the uh, Jordan Four, the UNC blue one uh, with the all suede upper. However, I don't know why. I and I I would love to talk to anybody, literally anybody at Nike or Jordan brand about this because like it's it was a nonsensical move. Um, they added like on the tongue. Like, the patch has, like, a tag on it. 
and it's ugly as fuck. Really? Oh my god. Like if I get the pair, I'm cutting it off immediately. Hmm. Um yeah, no, it's it's very ugly. So one of those three shoes. And you're getting a cast yoke. Yeah. Let's put that on the list. And a and a Cassioke. After after seeing Rick Ross, the boss. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to like drop the bass on the EQ for that one part. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> after seeing after seeing Rick Ross the boss wear it, come on, man! Everybody needs a Casio. I think you need to get that first for 2021. You need to get that one for first. Sure. We can't I keep mean, asking like, you what's on the wrist and you tell us skin. Yeah, skin or Versace I, I, room. I just spent like. A few hundred dollars on like two jackets, and I'm about to spend a few more hundred dollars on a pair of pants, and I probably should have bought a watch. But yeah, what's an, what's another few hundred dollars on a yeah. watch? Yeah, that's nothing to you. <laughs> no, I, I I do gotta chill with the spending. Uh, do I need those pleats? No, I feel like I, I'm gonna get more use out of the pleats than the Casio. You're gonna get uh, you're gonna get a lot of use with that Casio with the pleats. Yeah. You know, uh, just before we wrap up here, it's actually pretty funny. I almost bought myself an Apple Watch the other day. <laughs> no hate, no hate, no Darius. Hate. Uh, Which one? Yeah, Darius turned turned uh, you into them. Just like the thirty, like the big one, like the thirty is a thirty six millimeter. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, no, like forty one. No? Yeah, or 41. sorry, I think it might be forty two yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, I tried on that uh, the Apple Watch Edition ceramic. It's pretty sick. Cool. I actually, I like, I, I don't really have any problem. I was just gonna get like the sport one, like whatever the cheapest series, whatever the fuck they're on, like six or seven uh, was, which I think it was like it was still like five something. And then I kind of figured I'm like, do I really need this in the middle of a lockdown? I'm like, no, I don't. Like if anything, I'll just buy it later. Um, but yeah. If anyone wants to sell us any of those things, yes. <laughs> Especially the RM56. If anybody would like to sell me the RM56 for $1,500. Hit him up. Hit me up at Mikey H-E-Y-I-M-M-I-K-E-Y on Instagram. Ed, your tag. Of course. Good fucking rolling, by the way. Good rolling. Good transition. Good transition. Damn, I applaud you for that. Um, As always, this is the Springs and Thread podcast. You can follow this platform. On Instagram at springs.thread. Website www.springs.thread.com. Springsandthread.com, sorry. Um, and we are available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, and as, uh, as well other podcast platforms. Darius, tell them where they can find you. If you want to sell me a Pepsi, BLRO, just get me a... Or Red Yeezys at retail. <laughs> D-A-R dot I-G, either one. Only pain retail. I'm going to try really hard to get you those breads, man. Ooh. I, I don't know if I can do it for you at retail, but I'm going to try really hard to get you like a good price on them. Please do. Because I, I don't know anybody that wants a shoe as bad as you. Like, I, <laughs> I, I didn't think anybody wanted 350s this bad in 2020. I just want to be comfortable, man. That's all I want. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he wants. Come on. That's all I, I just want to be comfortable. I just liked them. I had good colorway. Had them. They're comfortable. Big regrets. Guys, just want the shoe back. The the motto for twenty twenty one will be, I just want to be comfortable. Yeah, just want to be comfortable. Probably, yeah. I I saw be on a beach with my GMT, knowing what time it is in London, with my 
Brad Yeezys. Yes, sir. I would, I would absolutely hate to be working at WGSN right now because, like, imagine how hard they worked on these trend forecasts and then had to scrap everything <laughs> once yeah. COVID hit. Shout out to shout out to the good people doing the good work Seriously. at WGSN. You don't get enough appreciation yeah. from the consumers. You could but, sponsor uh, us, and we'll give you even more love. Thank you. We know we we see all the work you're doing behind the yeah. scenes. Thank you. We see you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you, listener. If you appreciate us, yes, we appreciate almost the the close to 400 downloads that that we've had on this podcast, guys. Damn. Let's sign off. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next year. I just got, I had to, I had to slide that in, you know? That joke. 2021. Let's do it. That's not good. All right. Maybe I'll cut it out. (laughs) No. You're going to keep it in so you're going to keep in my disappointment. Yeah, keep that. I'm going to keep it. (laughs) All right, everyone. Take care. Good night. Until next time. Peace. Peace.